Hey, Tuck here. We're running low on funds because Billy dropped our fanny pack into the ocean and that had all our money in it. Please go to patreon.com slash speltlore to donate more money to us so that we could replace the fanny pack. Also, mirrors. <laughs> we need to buy a new mirrors. We need fuck where did we get that guy? Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your Game Master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always... Abdul Aziz. Hello. Paul Oppers. Hello. And Jessica Ty. Hello. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Here Merry I am. Happy holidays. And get ready for the war on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> A welcome to our Charles Eve spectacular. Spe- 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 spectacular. Oh, Ex- cut that out. <laughs> Spectacular. Uh, welcome to what we're calling Charles Eve at Hither and Yawn. <gasps> oh, Today we're going to be playing Stewpot by Takuma Okada. Uh, Stewpot is a storytelling game in the Firebrands family of role-playing games about adventurers that have uh, hung up their weapons, laid down their shields, put their spell books on the shelf. More of those. Uh, taken their small vial of poison and put it with their larger vials of poison, uh, uh, had a dagger and put it under their pillow, forsaken their god, and taken their (laughs) nine millimeter Beretta handgun (laughs) and put it in a carved out Bible that they hide in their house for when vampires come (laughs) to run a fantasy tavern together. Uh, Stew Pot previously available on itch.io very excitingly is going to be published in the future by evil hat that's very exciting cool crowdfunding campaign will come in the future at some point i believe sometime in the new year but thanks to takuma okada for sending me the uh most recent playtest documents really appreciate that oh really nice yeah very wow nice so today that is what we will be doing we're going to be playing a little (gasps) stew pot it's a pretty chill storytelling game comprised of a number of mini games with different kinds of scenes and scene work. First things first, we're going to build the tavern, <gasps> Ooh, uh, but okay. we already know what the tavern is. Oh, yeah. So let's just remember it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> there are a couple things I need to write down. So we will. <laughs> Thanks, Jessica. <laughs> I am doing my best. <laughs> Hither and Yawn is a bar slash inn that exists in many places. Yeah. Uh, it chooses where it goes based on criteria that no one is privy to. Who built the inn? Nobody knows. Was it a wizard? Nobody knows. There's is it for- nothing in it in its make or or like structural signature that maybe we'll find out, but <gasps> did, not now. Did Mears find out? Does he control where it goes? We're genuinely about to play a game that may or may not answer these questions, so I refuse to answer them for well, you. Okay. okay. I mean, whatever. <laughs> We're yeah. all taking notes of that. Okay, Sean. Okay. Sus. Huge dick energy. <laughs> kind of yeah. sus. Gonna just do this. Uh, 
Abdul's drawing a long dick. Why is the head so oh big and the ball so small? <laughs> Wait, what oh happened? It looks backwards. It does, does that giant dick have a tiny pussy on it? <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be our the, the holiday special with the most bleeps by far. Uh, uh, why'd you put Sean? Because of your big dick energy. Uh, so yeah, like lo- the location is the first thing you're supposed to write down, and the location of Hither and Yon is uh, many and none. So the next thing is the look. What do you guys remember Hither and Yon looking like? Wood. Yeah, it's like an old style, cozy tavern. There was a big leather couch in front of a fireplace. Oh, yep. Yeah. Everything's pretty shabby. Yeah. Because it is a place that has not been visited very much. Dusty furs. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, dusty furs, barrel tables. Plaid. Plaid what? Stuff like fabric. <laughs> I don't know, like a blanket. Like a lot of tartan. Yeah. Maybe yeah. some of the ch- chair covers, seat yeah. covers. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> I imagined velvet. Was there any like red velvet anywhere? There are some red velvet. Ch- like it's a hodgepodge. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a, it is a hodgepodge chairs. of stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And then it's got, it's like right when you come in, the bar is right across from the door. That's how I was imagining it. There's like a heavy wood bar, classic mirror behind it. Then it's got the kitchen and then a storage room and then stairs that go up. Nice. I have, I have very uh, low ceilings in my head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. It's not a lofty place. It looks like it's it was built to be compact. Yeah, I like that. Uh, store have more rooms up top. Yeah, stone floor. Stone right? floor. Right? Are we right there? Yeah. I'm imagining kind of like yeah. cobbly candles and like little yeah. sconces or whatever they oh, are. Yeah, sconces everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Carpets. I think another like I think a hodgepodge of rugs. Yeah. Yeah, like that. I was imagining also some of the tables. I know you said barrel tables, but mm-hmm. also some of them were like those like giant wheels you know that they spool oh like cables yeah. Spool yeah. Tables yeah. yeah like with like big ropes or cables and then it's like flat and then a tube and then flat on top yeah yeah, yeah giant spool tables everywhere uh okay so there are three ratings that the tavern has that uh, we will work to upgrade if we so choose uh so the first one is cuisine your cuisine rating determines your ability your tavern's ability to make food it's not just cooking ability but includes aspects of preparation like food storage and how easy it is to do business with suppliers so all of these ratings start at one. Okay. So the first uh, w- rating one cuisine, a cramped kitchen, a small pantry, cheap local wines, a small brick oven. Okay. Uh, so it's like, you know, when we arrive at Hither and Yon, no one has run this place regularly for God knows how long. Oh God, so cool. Yeah. So everything's dusty, busted, whatever food and spices is here is like, there's maybe super old liquor, but there's no good food. Yeah. Oh, man, like five different bags, little various amounts of cumin. Yeah, exactly. And they're oh, like, yeah. how, which one's the oldest one? It's impossible to tell because cumin stays good forever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like a real Sam Malone type ran this before and then he hung his hat up and <laughs> yeah. left it forever. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, atmosphere your atmosphere rating determines a broad range of visual and other aspects of your tavern it's the vibe the feeling the experience that your patrons get so again our atmosphere rating is one which in the book is straw mattresses narrow chimneys bare walls it's a dusty place yeah everything's old nothing's been maintained everything's moth-eaten yeah hanging out here kind of sucks right now yeah yeah Uh, and then the next rating is service your service rating is a measure of how well your tavern operates uh, so the only staff right now are Mears and Francis. Okay. And then your guys' PCs will filter in, but that's th- as much as we've got for service to start with. So there, there's a bunch of little games that we can choose and we each get to choose one and play it? Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like Fiasco where we establish, each of us gets to establish. It is, yeah, that, that is a good way to think about it. It's very much like Fiasco in that okay. way. Cool. 
Uh, okay, so to start, we're going to go around and uh, describe everybody everybody's characters. For example, I am playing Mirrors Bernadette Falsmith. My weapon is a simple wood wood handled longsword. My armor is a heavy cloak, and my quirk is I'm a nervous little guy. Adventure job swashbuckler. Adventure experiences are duelist. I'm a master of the blade. In the rigging uh, for climbing and acrobatic feats, and sea legs to balance on any surface. And my town job is a chef. Abdul. Okay, my, I'm going to be playing uh, Nimble. Yes. N- name <laughs> Nimble Thimble. I've decided his last name is Thimble. <laughs> We're doing the, the rhyming. My quirk is Nimble's going to live forever. <laughs> my armor is kindness slash a clipboard. And my weapon is my wicked smarts and this knife. <laughs> uh, my adventure job was rogue. And my town job is merchant. I'm going to try and sell a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then my experiences are grace, nimble fingers, and sixth sense. Perfect. Paul? Um, my character is Rathgar the Nightblade Gathgar. <laughs> Everybody's getting a rhyming last name. Yeah, I'm just going to add Gathgar. Excellent. My adventure job is wizard. My town job is a scholar. Uh, my weapon is a magic uh, leatherman. And his armor is a blue velvet coke. Ook. Oops. Has a blue velvet uh, coat full of pockets of coke. Coke? <laughs> My armor is a blue velvet cloak with star sewn on it and lying eyebrows. And my quirk <laughs> is that I'm a braggart. I, um, I'm faking it till I'm making it. Uh, my experiences are a Valinda Starvale. I'm putting her down for my experiences. <laughs> what? Uh, my childhood crush and high school sweetheart, and then first ex-wife. Uh huh. You got married in high school? <laughs> <laughs> we got married at our graduation. Yeah, it was yeah. a really confusing grad ceremony. Yeah, we did a we did a flash mob wedding at our grad <laughs> ceremony. And my experiences are arcanic and uh, prestidigitation and magic missile. Yeah, and I think, did you say that you were an arcanic and not an actual wizard? No. Okay. But yeah. that's how you're playing it though, right? I'm playing it that he's like actually a trickster with all these little like, gadgets. That's yeah. his Leatherman is basically his magic wand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Jessica. Okay. I am playing Fathom the Hammer Adam mm-hmm. and my weapon is a tetherball on chain. Nice. Uh, the armor is basically like a fantasy tracksuit with tearaways. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what it's, makes it fantasy? I don't know. It's like kind of just drapey and like maybe made of like, I don't know, linen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yeah. But it's got the elastic band around the yeah. waist so everything's tight. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Quirk, um, he's a mean himbo uh-huh. slash nice. like some construction worker energy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Adventure job, fighter. And adventure experiences are intimidation, brute strength, and legendary weapon, which uh, refers to his tetherball and chain, because mm-hmm. he won. He I think won that in a tetherball competition. Slash, he like stole it. Hell yeah. Um, okay. And I then, like that he stole it. Yeah. I like that too. He won the World Cup of tether. He did, yeah. but he stole the tetherball, and they're like, "You're not supposed to take that." <laughs> um, his town job is a crafter, specifically ceramics. Okay. Love it. Yeah. <clears throat> Perfect. And that is the character. So now we will play the game. The way the game works is it's a series of scene-based like mini games. The first of which is always called the first step. Before you decided to put down roots here, before you found this group of friends, what were you doing? So I'll, I will go first by way of introduction to the scene. The door closes. Mirrors 
stands in Hither and Yon. Yay! The party has just left on their adventure to recover Perel from the eye of the storm. Whoa, that's soon. Yeah. Wow. Small boy in the middle of a large room. Uh, Francis, the pig, still... Going to town on something in the fireplace. <laughs> on, a, on a pot of leftover chowder that Billy helped him make the night before. Mm-hmm. And he's just kind of standing there. He's got his, his metallic hand gripped in his other hand. Just like, uh... Uh... And okay. Then, okay. There's like creaking and a yeah. 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 <laughs> Another floor. You hear like a, like howling and like like laughter and screaming from high high up. A thunder crack and a boom mm-hmm. as chimes. Uh, we know calls the attention of the storm away from the party as they escape the tower. Oh. And Mir's dust falls from the rafters onto his head. And he's like ah uh, oh uh, okay. And he just goes to the kitchen. And he starts messing around with stuff, you know, safe place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like digging around. He's looking at all all these old herbs. He picks ones up, smells it. Uh, No, that's old. This is, oh, this is, and he digs a, it looks like an herb has fallen out of a a jar onto some sort of like wet patch of dirt and has like rooted and grown (laughs) into like some little leaves of something. Cool. It's like, oh, okay. He snips those and starts just whipping up something in the kitchen for him and Francis. It's like it starts as a soup uh-huh. and uh, it becomes something kind of hard and pasty because he doesn't have enough liquid to keep <laughs> it soft in here. And he sets down at the bar and puts a little bowl of the soup on the ground for Francis to start lapping up and just kind of enjoys the food by himself and tries to ignore the <laughs> silence <laughs> that he now hears only in the yeah. bar. And I'm going to take the uh, town experience refined palate. Ooh. Uh, a sense of taste second to none wow i imagine we see like days pass as he like you know dusts some stuff and like a rearranges some furniture to make it more comfortable and then one day suddenly the door opens <gasps> and someone walks in it's nimble oh, <laughs> oh. yeah oh. nimble runs in <laughs> okay. nimble runs in and slams the door uh-huh but and back up against the yeah. door <laughs> And you see like six guards run past. He was going to live forever. <laughs> he whispers to himself. What do you, what do you, how did you, who are those? What are you, did you sail here? And he goes, ah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was an abandoned building. No. What? And he, Mears comes out from behind the bar and kind of pushes Nimble to the side and opens the door and sees the streets of Crystal Bay. He slams the door. <laughs> He opens it again. A revel in full... Slams the door. Ah. <laughs> uh, did you... What? This is usually like an empty building with a bunch of like disused uh, bakery stuff in it. Hey, we're still finding the voice. Yeah, you get, <laughs> you're getting there. Uh, Nibble's gonna live forever. That's how I find it again. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, he... Uh, Mears opens the door one more time and looks like to either side and it is a row of like empty warehouses Mm. but hanging on the wall is one of those like chain and board signs that says hither and yon yeah cute and then he slams the door again i know you no you don't you've never heard me before in my life or your life which i'm gonna take and then nimble pulls out a knife hey chill out what are you i'm i'm ears i'm ears i'm ears who are you i'm nimble hey Come on, put the knife down. No. Come on, put the no. knife down. One of us is going to live forever. 
Mears reaches out with his metal hand and snatches the knife. And Nimble holds on to it and gets <laughs> picked <laughs> up by the knife. Hey, 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 calm down. Just relax. I'm Mears. I'm going to put you down now. You're not going to stab me, right? Yes. <laughs> you just look really sideways at Jessica. <laughs> I'm going to trust what you're saying is what I mean and gently put you down. And then Nimble holds the knife for a second. He squints his eyes and he goes, my name's Nimble and I'm going to live forever. And if anyone says any different, they're fucking liars. <laughs> Do you want something to eat? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we cut forward to the uh, mere standing behind the bar, like a real bartender vibe. And Nimble is like relaying the events that happened to that day to get him to this point. Yeah. And, he, and he's going, so that's what an egg grift is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you take up rotten eggs, you switch them out for good eggs. And then uh, slowly you got a good dozen. <laughs> and then you sell that good dozen for premium prices to the highest bidder, and that is a great way to spend a day making twelve dollars. <laughs> and they're great. They're great eggs. You really did a good. Four of the eggs from the dozen are missing, and Amir's and uh, Nimble are eating eggs. Yeah, there's like an egg carton on the counter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, you got a real. I'm. I mean, if you know how to get some more stuff, you know, this place is missing a lot of things. What kind of stuff are you talking about, and what kind of payment terms are we talking about here? Oh, you know, like produce and meats and vegetables. That's a kind of produce, if you didn't know. Spices, drinks, you know, the, the whole thing. I figure if I'm going to be here for a while, and apparently this place uh, goes to where people need it, then I, it should probably have some stuff for people to come here. Okay, I can do that. What do you say, partners? What do you say to being nimbles, number two? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm thinking a, a title kind of like chief visioning officer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't, I understand none of those words, but I, I, I respect that you probably do. Okay. All right. Deal. Deal. And he holds out the knife again for him to shake. <laughs> and he shakes it with his metal hand. And Nimble is going to get one of the experiences from Merchant. I guess network, able to obtain anything. Perfect. Yeah. So at some point, if we reach a narrative problem, you would be able to cross that off and find a line on something we really need. Okay. And then I think it's the same thing. I think a couple more days pass, maybe a week or two of Mears and Nimble living yeah. in the bar. Think a few weeks. Yeah. People filter in and out. Maybe it stays in Crystal Bay for a while. Then one day someone else wanders through the door. A polite knock at the door. I, I, c come in. Mears is behind the bar. The door is locked. Why is the door locked? He runs around. <laughs> and then the door flies open with a puff of smoke. Sparks flying everywhere. Blue smoke. Oh my gosh. Oh. 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 The door was locked. <laughs> and then a, a knife flies through the air and embeds into the uh, the door frame next to you. <laughs> and then you hear you hear Nimble from the back go, Shit! Nimble, <laughs> Nimble. Well, welcome, traveler, to Hither and Yon. Uh, is this the hiring agency? I was looking for the next big, beautiful opportunity for uh, an agency to have Rathgar, the Nightblade Gathgar. <laughs> and Mears takes the pamphlet that you're holding out that says now hiring hither and yon. Big new opportunity. And he turns to <laughs> Nimble and goes, Nimble, did you put these out? I maybe did. <laughs> Uh, 
Okay. Uh, Mears is very notably to Rathgar, a 14-year-old boy. I'd like to talk to the manager. And then Nimble steps forward. No, no, no. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm the I'm the manager, I guess. Innkeeper. <laughs> Tufts his hair. <laughs> Don't adorable. So he goes over to a table and sits down and like kicks a stool over to Rathgar. Mm-hmm. What are your qualifications? Um hello. Boom. Ball of flame. Oh. Need I show you more? Uh yeah yeah okay okay have you ever heard of the flying bears of the midwest north no aha uh-huh. i have <laughs> uh-huh for it was i that gave them the gift of flight what didn't they just get shot out of a catapult and die <laughs> have you ever heard of the the living forests of the underwater sea gardens that i actually think i have heard of i haven't heard of that you are looking at the architect of the ocean itself okay uh, we got a door over there that is kind of squeaky. Aha, uh-huh. have you ever heard of a leather man? <laughs> oh, this all right, now we're talking. It's on my belt. He goes over and pulls out a Phillips <laughs> screwdriver. Uh, my talents are endless. Oh. And it- your shithole is forever broken. All right, okay, shitholes may be a little strong. <laughs> but he moves the door a few times and it doesn't squeak anymore. Uh-huh. Oh. Magic. Um, do you want to work here? Work here? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Work here. You're hired. Work here? I think that that you'll be working for me. Why does everybody keep saying that to me? (laughs) And then Nimble goes, I can offer you the position of chief operations officer. I don't know those words that you're speaking to me, young man, but I like your spunk, your pizzazz, your collimuncus. I will accept. Okay. All right. Cool. He reaches out for the clipboard, assuming it's a contract. <laughs> What's on the clipboard? Uh, D- Nimble is illiterate, so. <laughs> it's a picture of a big dick with tiny balls. <laughs> yeah. What? So There's an arrow pointing at it that says Nimble. Is this like a Rorschach? <laughs> Why does this drawing of a dick look like my parents fighting? <laughs> uh, and Paul is going to choose one from uh, one of the experiences from Scholar. Invent your way out of a sticky situation. Jerry rigging. Okay. More time passes as uh, Rathgar, Nimble, and Mears all settle into life. And then one day, it gets kind of warm in the bar, I think, one day. We're like, why is it so so hot? Yeah, Nimble's like... Take, he's t- he's removing layers. Yeah, <laughs> and then someone comes through the door. Why do you get, people keep knocking? Come in, <laughs> babe. Babe, are you home? <laughs> what the? F- Mears goes over and opens. Babe. The door. Whoa. Oh, you're not babe. <laughs> Who are you? I'm I'm Mears. Who are you? Name's Fadim. What is this place? Oh, this is, uh, welcome to Hither and Yawn. Explosion of blue smoke, <laughs> crackle, uh, 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 like, a, like a light, a blinking light, marquee. Oh, yeah. The Hither and Yawn. hmm Welcome. Thank you. Well, thank you for your patronage. Come in, kind sir. Can we get you anything? Yeah, I'll have, like, a drink of whatever you got. I'm just trying to work on my voice here. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and while you do that, I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. Uh, and uh, Mears starts pouring something from a keg and is like, are we, are we, it's really hot out there. 
And Nimble goes outside and he comes inside with like a little cup of sand <laughs> and he sips it and he's like, we're not in Crystal Bay anymore. <laughs> oh. Uh, you hear Fadim come out without washing his hands. <laughs> um. <laughs> Are you okay? You seem kind of stressed out. You were looking for somebody? Looking for my girlfriend, to be honest. Oh. I don't know. She and I had a fight. Pretty big fight. I was just trying to fight for your honor and she was like, you embarrassed me. <laughs> In front of everyone at Tetherball. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I was like, but babe, you don't understand. I was just trying to look out for you. And then Nimble's like, what was the fight about? I was I was fighting the other Tetherball team. They were making like some eyes at her and like some suggestive language. And they were like, yo, your girlfriend is hot. And I was like, back off, dude. <laughs> um <laughs> And so I swung this bad boy and he picks up his, his wow. tether ball on the chain and he's like, I smacked it so hard. I broke his jaw and this thing fucking flew off and I took it with me. Oh, that's actually pretty sick. Thank you. I understand. I can relate. I know a little thing or two about embarrassing yourself in front of people that you like. Go on. Oh, uh, there is this boy back in another town named Cam. He was really cool. And my friends tried to help me uh, impress him with like a big production. Ah, production. Yeah. And it ended with me raising my sword in the sky and declaring how cool I was. Yes. And then the sword got stuck in a tree branch. Oh, I fell off the cart. Oh, that's fucking weak sauce, man. I hit my head pretty hard. And I got this thing, and he like opens and closes his metal hand. And Adam reaches over and he grabs it. And he's like, "That's fucking tight." Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's bad ass. Oh. Next time you see Kim, just show it off to him. Oh, you think you think it's cool? Yeah. Oh, all the chicks and dudes dig metal arms. They fucking love that shit. I guess last time I saw him, it was a hook. Now it's like a hand. Yeah, mm-hmm. you could do way more with that thing. You could do I all can. kinds of hand stuff. I can, well, <laughs> <laughs> all you've kinds. been doing this job here for a while. Well, too. That is true. You've really got the hand job down. <laughs> <laughs> Nimble's like, yeah, dude, whatever kind of hand jobs you want to do with this chem guy, I fully support you. And if this magical traveling bar ends up anywhere near this guy... We will facilitate the hand job that you want to give him. I, I, wa- I just want to be clear. I'm 14. I'm a 14 year old. I'm so scared of every word that you said. And I don't want to hear any more of them for now. <laughs> but um, what did you say your name was? Rathcar, the Nightblade. No, Rathcar, I know sorry. your name. Yes. Nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm Fathom. Some people call me the Hammer. Wow. Cool. cool. That's a cool name. It's pretty cool. My name's Mears. Um, most people just call me Mears. Mirrors. This is Nimble. Nimble. I might do a yeah. finger guns at him. <laughs> and this is Rathgar. CTO. Rathgar. Nice to meet you. You're looking for a job, young man? You know, I never considered that, but I mean, after what I assume is like the most embarrassing breakup I've ever experienced. So far? Yeah, you know, I think I'm a little bit of like an avoidant attachment. I'd love a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? You know, maybe, maybe if I just like split you know <laughs> if i just leave town like a fucking ghost maybe my babe will be like oh my god where he go <laughs> and she'll care about me again when i get back yeah maybe can't hurt to just run away from your problems can't hurt is what i always do and i like you guys and i like you and your fucking weird eye what's the deal with that 
Oh, this. It looks and almost magical. He waves his hand over it. And, uh, Did anything happen? A, a cartridge pops out of his sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> a, a, dead, a dead bird falls out of his arm. <laughs> All three of those things. <laughs> a deck of cards still wrapped in plastic. Uh-huh. A, dead a dead bird. I could tell you about it, but it might be a little traumatic for me. You don't have to say anything. You don't want to, Fatim. A tale for another time. You come on in. Is I think I'll sp- tell it now. <laughs> <laughs> have it your way. A man who, both my friend and foe, but mostly my foe, from enemies to lovers to enemies, most mostly enemies. Oh. I'm just saying lovers, you know, to, to make the story intense. <laughs> Ed Mears knows that Tuck and Fatim, because uh-huh. he's heard the name Fatim and Tuck's fear, so he's like, lovers. <laughs> I will not say his name. He beat me in a fight. He fought dirty. <gasps> and, you know, I always thought I was a stronger one. But he showed me. <laughs> Through trickery, no doubt. I think so. Yes. Anyway, when I return to this land, I will deliver that revenge that he is so dearly owed. And he punches the table. <laughs> That's better. The table collapses. Oh, sorry about that. I could probably throw together a new one for you. That yeah, that's okay. Uh, But Mirrors realizes, like, hearing this story, Mm -hmm. he's like, Tuck and Fathom knew each other, and maybe he's talking about Tuck. Does that mean Tuck and Billy and Ving are here in this place that we're at? And he gets up and he runs to the door and he throws it open, and there's just grassy fields. So this place moves around. That's yeah. fucking sick. Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense because I thought I thought you were like my girlfriend's apartment. So <laughs> I like that this place shows up when you need it, and he was going to bust into his girlfriend's apartment when she didn't want him there, and then it was like, no, 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 you don't need that. You need to to go chill out with these people, learn who you really are. Yeah. And Jan was like, don't, yeah. don't, don't, don't do it. We gotta catch this guy before he busted on his yeah. girlfriend we having sex with another tetherball player. <laughs> And Fathom is going to get a uh, experience from Crafter. Oh. So you get one of those. Um, Repair. Fix anything with enough time. Nice. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, time is on our side here. And that is the end of the, uh, the first steps. Oh. Now how this works is we go around. <laughs> now how this works is an 80s style opening <laughs> theme starts. Nimble walks on the frame and it goes, Welcome down to Hither and Yon, where friends hanging out and running a bar. We got Mir, hey. Nimble, Rothgar too, <laughs> and introducing Fatum Adam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a the title thing goes, hither and yawn and it's all of us uh, next to the bar and it appears in the air above us and then it flickers Adam's lifting it up <laughs> yes. yeah, yeah. It flickers and then starts like fixing it he's like beep beep beeping on like a calculator watch <laughs> and then nimble goes okay that's great let's try it one more time everyone was flat <laughs> everyone was flat somehow I, impossible I do not know how that's possible you call me flat in your dream you better wake up and apologize you're in my dreams every night but you're chasing 
convincing me into a pile of rotten tomatoes that I'm trying to sell to an orphanage. Well, that, I'm, I am maybe riding your ass a little hard, but we I see your potential, boy. That was a bit of gref. So how the game works from here is we go around in a circle and choose the scene, the game that we want to play. Mm-hmm. And I am going to go by way of describing uh, and I'm going to choose a game called Sliced. So what this is about is drawing random ingredients and uh, describing a delicious food. To determine what ingredients are at the core of your dish, draw three cards from a standard deck, which I have here, courtesy of Caesar's Palace. Caesar's Palace. (laughs) It's a Caesar's Palace branded deck of cards. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to draw three cards from the deck uh, to determine what the ingredients are. And for each card, roll two six-sided dice to determine how large the ingredient source is and where it's from. So I am going to draw three cards. Those cards are the five of clubs for one ingredient. Next is the jack of clubs. Uh Uh-oh, clubs heavy. And the last one is the four of hearts. So I need you guys to roll two dice each. 2d6? Yeah, 2d6. And then tell me what they are and then give them to me. I got a four and a one. Four and a one. I got a one and a two. One and a two. I got a six and a five and a six and a five so the first one is a house-sized ingredient uh that we find underground so i think what this is is like we've noticed like as we've gone on and hither and yon has continued operation i think we're in like a weird we've been in this kind of weird grasslandsy place for a while so we haven't had any like customers mm-hmm. except for maybe a passing shepherd once in a while that's like why is there a bar under this tumble of rocks <laughs> in the middle of a field so we're starting to we run- were stoked that day we were getting <laughs> stir crazy yeah. and there was a thunderstorm that's why he ran in under the rocks oh yeah oh, so yeah. somebody comes in and we're like oh, oh 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 and i'm digging around in the back and i'm like guys we don't have anything we've got nothing we just have like oats and like a paste and some, I think it was milk, but it's paste now. But we've got ingenuity and stick to and talent, endless talent. Let's go. Let's cook. And uh, we like the storage room door opens and there's like a cave. Oh, shit. What the fuck? And inside is a, a large thing that we find underground and based on clubs. Clubs are fungi, lichens and molds, fragrant mushrooms, yeasts, bright green and orange slimes, dried lichen, etc. And it being a five means that it is an exoskeleton of some kind. What do we find in this cave that is like an ingredient that is a house-sized exoskeleton? I was going to say like a sourdough starter that got out of hand. Oh, yeah. (laughs) There's this delicious crust on it. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, we go down and we collect a bunch of... uh, bits of this like hardened sourdough starter that we and find it's on like, the ground. What do you think you're doing? <laughs> oh, sentient oh. now? Yeah. Wait, I just need a little bit of this. Is this you? Uh, please and thank you would suffice. Uh, look, I just, I'm in, I'm kind of stressed out. Can I just have some of this? You need some of me? Yeah. What yes. are you going to do with me? I was going to cook you in something. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I don't have any adventure experiences that might help with this. Does anybody else, maybe? I have network. I am able to obtain anything. And he slides down on the banister. Is there a banister? <laughs> I mean, I there? guess there is now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he slides down on the banister and does a handspring and then lands in front of the guy. And he's like, hey, guy, what's up? Hey. What do you want to, why don't you want to give us some of your body? What are you talking about? All of a sudden, poof, I'm in this dark cave. I used to be a bread. I'm sorry. I take on the, the voice of where I'm talking to. <laughs> that is the yeast thing to do. 
I, I just became, I all of a sudden, I, po- I poofed into the darkness. And now, what, the first time I see someone coming downstairs, they want to cook me up for dinner. That doesn't seem like fair. How about you be my friend first? <laughs> <laughs> You've become now more Italian than I am. <laughs> hey. You think, yeah, maybe if you made a little bit of pasta, I'm more agreeable to this. And then Nimble stabs it in the face. <laughs> here, here, how about this? You let me have a little piece of you, and the next time we come across some sugar, I'll come down and feed it to you. You promise? I promise. It's a nimble guarantee, and he, he sticks his hand <laughs> into the dough. He just jiggles it around. <laughs> oh. And he pulls it out. He's like, what was that? That was your gift. <laughs> <laughs> So are you are you using your network thing? Yes. So when you use an experience, you cross it out. Oh no, I can't use it anymore. You can't use it again. That's oh cool. shit. That's okay. I yeah, got some starter. Good way to get this stuff. Cross it out. Uh and we take the stuff upstairs and we open the door and it is now snow blowing in through the door. We have been <laughs> teleported somewhere else and outside we find a tiny also clubs, fungi lichens and molds, but in a snowy place. Oh. Uh-huh. So what do we find out here? It's just a tiny little thing. Yeah, rock lichens. Yeah. What, how, how does it, what does it smell like? What does it look like it'll taste like? Like rosemary. Oh, yeah. It's like a hanging kind of rosemary. Mm-hmm. I like that. And Mears pops out. He says, this place freaking me out. <laughs> Just every time we close a door, it opens somewhere else. Gathering a bundle of lichen, shoving it into his cloak. <laughs> And Nimble's like, oh, I'm going to close the door. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't you close that door. Oh, you in the going? And then the wind picks up from outside and sucks the door closed. Oh, shit. And the third place it opens onto is a desert. Uh, so these are just the three ingredients that we've drawn, basically. Mm-hmm. And the last one is uh, hearts or animal parts or parts of animals. Juicy steaks, powdered horn, delicate shells. And we find that outside this door. What is the last ingredient that Ab- we find? Absolutely a bunch of steaks. Uh, <laughs> Just yeah. a bunch of yeah. steaks. Oh my God, we're going to make beef wellington or whatever when you for circle it in bread. Oh, totally. yeah. yeah. So it's um, a mountain of steaks. Are we out? Sorry, what's the area we're in right now? Uh, it's a desert right now. Okay. So uh, we're at like a rancher's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stuck in his barn. Yeah, that's perfect. Because the, the trait that it gives it with the four of hearts is hostile. Okay. So there's just like a rancher. <laughs> like we open up, we come out of his barn door. Mm-hmm. And there's just a guy standing there next to his pile of steaks. Yeah. What are you doing here? And Fathom just says nothing and then swipes all the steaks <laughs> yeah. with one arm and closes the door. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's it. Just <laughs> that's grabs it. him, slams yeah. the door. <laughs> Do we have to use skills every time we do actions? No, or no. Do, oh, you yeah. can just improvise. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Should I use a skill to make sure that farmer can't come in? No, I think once the door closes, we're safe. All yeah, because right. he probably runs back in and it's a, it's a barn again. Mm. And he wonders where the giant man in the tracksuit that grabbed all his steaks <laughs> went to. Yeah. So yeah, those are the ingredients that we have. We have mm-hmm. steaks from some sort of animal, any animal in particular. Um, Desert cow perfect desert cow <laughs> aka yeah. the camel, camel. <laughs> sure yeah. but we can make a different kind of camel that has big old titties just yeah. like a cow does it's a cam- yeah. it looks like a camel except its neck is shorter like a cow yeah. and it's got big cow boobs perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and horns can have horns you can have horns and a tufty little haircut yep yep great yeah, thank well. you then the next thing is uh tasters you're the test group for this new dish the player characters a small group of trusted regulars or a guy that wandered into the bar that's what the shepherd is he's the guy that's tasting this new dish <laughs> and we're and nimble's talking to the shepherd and he's like all right 
I have bad news for you, my friend. Okay. We are no longer in your home country, for sure. What do you mean? And then Nimble throws the door open. <laughs> and it is green rolling planes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, I guess and then Nimble like closes the door, opens it again. It's still the green planes. I, and then Nimble goes, I guess I'm a lying little kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go talk to my friends. Okay. And then as he he shuffles away, he's like, Nimble's going to live forever. <laughs> <laughs> and he continues to drink his drink. Why did it stay the same for him? I think the bar wanted to put him back where it got him because yeah. he didn't need to be in here. Yeah. Which is cool. So let's just, let, let's describe what we're planning to do. So we've got a yeasty exoskeleton kind of bread and it's expanding quite quickly <laughs> okay yep. it's getting big yeah and then we've got these stakes that uh were stakes when we found them just kind of out in the sand so we've got sandy stakes that may or may not be old they're dry aged yeah dry aged in the sun and then we've got lichens that taste like rosemary mm-hmm. nice this is great yeah so we're, what are we trying to make kind of like a the thing when you put yeah, a, s- a little beef wellington oh right yes yeah. a, a rapidly expanding beef wellington and there's kind of a clock on it because we're like, we don't know how to get this thing to stop getting bigger. Uh-huh. So we got to get this guy to eat it quick and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Before he explodes. So we make very small beef wellingtons. Yes. <laughs> We've learned that the hard way. Yeah. And yeah. Nim- Nimble leans into Fathom and he he's on his shoulder and he lifts the hair on his on the side of his head. And he's like, hey, psst, Fathom. <laughs> what? Can you tell me what a beef wellington is? I kind of just been poking at the dough. <laughs> Yeah, you take like the good meat and then you wrap it around the dough. You cook it. It's like kind of like a sandwich, but really fancy. Is it like kind of like a calzone, but with meat inside of it? Yes, it <laughs> is. <laughs> oh, thank you, Nimble. I was trying to think of something really good like that, and I was just like, the closest I could get was sandwich. Okay, cool. And Mears, who's like uh, doing like karate chop massage to the steaks, is like, what do you mean a calzone, but with meat in it? What have the calzones you've eaten had in them? I don't know, like feta cheese and like spinach. Yeah, oh. I had a calzone for my birthday last year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rathgar. <laughs> he had a birthday cake calzone. He had a birthday calzone. <laughs> it was it birthday. was vanilla and strawberry. <laughs> uh, okay, so we begin making the beef Wellington, and we know what we're trying to do. We're trying to make a new, a hot new dish with these old, weird, arcane ingredients. Mm-hmm. So what we got to do is we're rolling. Dice equal to four plus our culinary or our cuisine rating, which is one. Okay. So we're going to roll five dice. So each? You, you all will each roll one and then someone will roll one extra. Okay. So just roll them. Ooh. One. One. Two. Six and a three. Okay. So we have four things that we're putting these dice on. Uh-huh. We're going to choose one die for each of these ratings. Okay. One to three is bad. Yeah. Four to six is good for goal. Then besides that, it's like one to two, three to four. Five to six. Think of it like Blades mm. in the Dark. Okay. And the choices are goal, whether or not you succeed at actually cooking this food, seasoning, presentation, and texture. Who wants to assign their number to what? I'm on presentation. And okay. then he kind of fails on it, I guess. Mears will be on seasoning. Uh, I will be on goal. I have a six. Okay. And that means that Fatim is on texture. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Okay. So seasoning, one. Oh no, what did you forget? Or what did you put way too much of? He put sugar instead of salt. 
Oh, so it's really sweet. Yep. Oh no. Yeah, and that that sweetness is feeding the this man manic oh, yeast. That's why it keeps growing. Oh yeah, huge. good point. So we're in the back, like pushing down this huge thing of yeast that just keeps growing. Why is it getting so big? And Nimble is like wringing his little hands, and he's like, "I got I got a confession to make." To you guys, what I I traded the salt for the sugar earlier because I was trying to do a classic salt grift. Oh no, oh no! So the sugar, the sugar is probably why it's expanding so much. What? No fucking way! And then Fadim's so mad he starts taking his anger out on the stakes, mm-hmm. punching them. Oh. Nice. It's, I got two, so that's not great. Two. Um, it, he punched them so hard they became minced beef <laughs> yeah oh, just a bunch of hamburger <laughs> two on texture is food probably shouldn't be this texture <laughs> yeah i mean you don't want like meat paste inside a beef wellington oh yeah. so it's sweet meat and then it's like the meat is like gooey mm. oh yeah kind of so making good. a miss mi- mi- miss miss mince meat. meat pie yeah. yeah a little bit so presentation yeah we got three Okay, so the dish looks pretty good. Haha. Everything is right where it needs to be. Describe one flourish they're proud of. Uh, when you cut into it, blue liquid comes out. And he's proud of it, but it looks awful. <laughs> Watch, do it again. Oh, fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but goal is... Yeah, six. Six, so you succeed. A taster gives you a compliment. So the guy, like the shepherd who's sitting at the bar eating this weird, puffy beef Wellington pie. We're like, don't dawdle to eat up now. (laughs) He's like, well, you know what? I like the way the the goo makes me forget that inside the meat is actually meat that should be a different shape. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And Fadam's like really proud of himself. What What do you call this thing? It's like growing in his mouth too. Like he has to chomp down on the yeast. Um, It. Uh, it's called uh, the everlasting beef stopper. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it stops you up, keeps you from going. So if you ever have to go a long time without taking a little doozy, <laughs> <laughs> you have one of these and it, it, it plugs you up good so you can run forever. Or hibernate for years. That's perfect because I'm a shepherd. I'm out in the grasses all the time. I don't always have time to take a shit. Not with not with those nimble sheep of yours. <laughs> They're always running off. I do like that nimble ke- keeps bringing the word nimble into all this. <laughs> you know what? This is pretty good. I'm going to tell my friends about this. And he dabs his mouth off and gets up and heads back out into the grasslands. Does he pay us? He does. Yeah. A couple coins. Great. Can we yeah. frame these coins? Yeah. Put it on the wall of the bar behind the bar. That's beautiful. <laughs> Everybody's standing around the coins at the end of the day. Wow. I told you we could do it. We're a really good team. Everybody. Come on. I'm feeling emotional, guys. Come in. Come on. Say things that you like. Uh, uh, Fadam, come on. No, this is too much emotion for me. <laughs> I'm just going to go sit in the booth over there. Okay. okay. Wait, Nimble, come on, buddy. And Nimble goes, you can have my emotions when you pry it out of my cold, dead heart. Okay. All right. <laughs> R- Rathgar. Rathgar. Yes. Great job, man. Exactly. Encore, I bet you're saying inside your head. Well, there's plenty more where that encore came from, young man. Put her there. Puts his hand out. He goes out to shake his hand. he does the thing and he goes, magic. (laughs) Uh, 
And everybody leaves mirrors and he's standing there behind the bar looking at the framed coins mm-hmm. that are like jingling around in the bottom of a picture frame because no one thought to actually <laughs> adhere them to the frame. <laughs> and he, but he has a little smile on his face. He's very proud Aww. of the day's work. Uh, after you finished resolving tasting the dish, you can write down any NPC that really liked the dish as a permanent NPC. If you're going to make this dish a permanent part of the menu, come up with a name. How do customers react? Oh my god. I mean, shepherd's pie yeah. seems... Oh, oh my god. It's a shepherd's, it's a shepherd's pie. pie. We're having a, a staff meeting yeah. and and Rathgar says that and we're like, oh, Bullshit. it's so Classic. That's such a good name, Rathgar. Guys, uh, a, stop it. There is another, there's another dish called a shepherd's pie. Well, soon we, we will take that dish name over. Okay. Shepherd's pie. All but, right. Yeah. You're going to take the food world by storm, I tell you. Okay. I like it. Shepherd's pie. Well done, everyone. And Mears goes over to the chalkboard behind the bar that says like specials and writes shepherd's pie. Cute. Two coins. Two coins? He erases it. Three coins. Ooh. Now he erases it and puts two coins. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> All right. And that is the end of tasting the dish. Uh, now, because you guys don't know what the games actually are. Abdul, do you want to choose one next? Yes. Okay. So the games we have are NPC side quest. Mm-hmm. An NPC gives you a side quest. Mm-hmm. Wear and tear is us uh, fixing up the bar. Market day. We go to a market to buy some things we need. Mm-hmm. Homegrown. We're growing some ingredients ourselves. Yeah. Romancing a stranger. Oh. A stranger comes into the bar that is romancing <laughs> somebody. Mm-hmm off the clock that's just us hanging out i think mm. uh, a friendly tavern brawl oh a fight breaks out festival day there's a festival we end up in a bard's tale a bard shows up to tell stories about someone in the bar oh and people are kind of arguing about like how the story is wrong or trying to tell the right story oh uh, a glass of the gods which is uh, somebody, an adventurer comes in to uh, tell their tale of woe, basically, to the bartender. Mm, these are all great. They're good prompts, yeah. Uh, let's do Romancing a Stranger to start, because I think that that is funny. Okay. Classic good. horny Abdul. Yeah. <laughs> so what Romancing the Stranger is, someone in the tavern makes eye contact with you and their gaze lingers a little longer than you'd expect. <laughs> Your coworkers urge you on and make every excuse they can to send you over to talk to the lovely stranger. One Ugh. pair plays. One person is the romancer and one person is the stranger. I will be the stranger. Okay. Kay. Yeah. So you're the person that comes into the bar and is like, ooh la la. Yes. This? Yes. So Fathom just got out of the shower and he's in a cut phase. <laughs> um, <laughs> and he's just got like his little teeny tiny towel around his waist. Mm-hmm. Wasn't expecting anybody. He throws his hair back. It's wet. Yeah. <laughs> what is the consistency of Phantom's hair? Just out of curiosity. You know, at first I thought he had no hair, but then you guys remind me he has hair. So I think it's actually like longish. Yeah. Is it like Fabio style yeah, hair? Fa- Fabio. Oh, like really long. Oh. Yeah. Like Momoa long. Yeah. That's, Holy that's shit. That's cool. Because I think last time we saw him, he had like it shaved on both sides uh-huh. and it was like kind of a ponytail, but he's let his hair grow out. He's got a beard now. It's him getting into a softer kind of vibe. Yeah. Nice. So how, just for the listener, how this he game... He doesn't you, have a beard. He doesn't have a beard? No, I, I fucked up. Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. No beard. Okay, no beard. Long hair, no beard. Five o'clock shadow. Okay, perfect. Oh, oh Yeah. He forgot to shave in the shower. Yeah, and as he walks into the bar, Nimble, who has found a saxophone at the last town they were in, <laughs> is like... <laughs> 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 
he's he's on the bar, yeah. like doing the Kenny. What's his name? No, it's G. Careless Whisper. Yeah, is the name of the but song. he's doing like the hip movement. Oh yeah, I see. <laughs> and Rathgar has been experimenting with this globe that's covered in tiny little mirrors, and he's hanging up for making lights go into the, all the corners of the thing, and he's shining this blue light. So as soon as he comes out, the saxophone starts up. Uh, basically, a disco ball goes. And there's no reed in the saxophone, so it's nimble, literally going. And uh, as Fadim comes into the room with his like towel just out of the shower, Mears is not looking at him, very stiffly oh, wow, not writes. looking at him, beat red. Yeah, he's just chopping like, a lot of onions. Just so loud. On his own middle fingers. So who comes into the bar? A tall, red-headed woman. <gasps> yeah. Angular features. Wow. Uh-huh. And we're in a snowy landscape. And she... Wearing a fur-lined parka. Yeah, she's got a fur-lined parka, like, high heel, fur high heel boots. <laughs> uh, she's got uh, opera gloves. Nice. Yeah, yeah, fur-lined <laughs> opera gloves. Yeah. And she walks in with her hair underneath, uh, like, a scarf to start. A fur-lined scarf. And then she, like, she pulls the scarf off, and then as the do-do-do-do, Kenny Rogers' careless whisper is going... Kenny Rogers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> It's a Kenny Rogers version of it. Yeah. But she like whips her hair out and it's like long flowing red hair and the audience recognizes her as Allison. Of yes. course. Yes. Of course. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So Fadim sees this and he slips down the stairs because he's just like, <laughs> whoa. Um, and uh, he f- slides all the way down, tumbles, boom, boom, boom. Uh, his towel falls off and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he pulls it up, like just covering his crotch. Oh, you slide down the stairs into the, the into tavern. The tavern yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. Which yeah. is like the foyer of the outside. Basically. Yeah. It's like yeah. a main zone. Uh-huh. Uh, excuse me. Welcome. To, uh, welcome to Hither and Yon, milady. <laughs> Then Allison puts a long red nail in her mouth and she like kind of like cheekily looks down at Fadim's <laughs> tackle box <laughs> and, she, and she's like kind of lost some of your linens there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and Fadim, uh, he uh, wants anyway. <laughs> this is, he's thinking to himself, he's like trying to do some moves, some poses but he's got to keep like one hand holding the towel at his crotch and then he like leans up against the window like but it's too far away and, he, and so he's like really leaning uh-huh. like, totally <laughs> can I get met are you is it just a table for one and then uh, Allison's like yeah I uh and then she like again in a very predatory way looks him up and down and she's, and she's like I uh stopped in for dinner right this way <laughs> um and uh he's walking backwards like leading the way to oh, a table he's but he's right. uh facing her so that she doesn't see his butt oh, okay uh, <laughs> it sees his dick and balls no he's got he's holding the towel up oh, okay yeah, his yeah. dick and balls and she's like oh thank thank you uh fadam my name's fadam okay fadam thank Adam. you i am allison <sighs> That's a hot name. <laughs> the wow. Cam- the camera rack focuses over to Mears behind the bar and he looks over at Allison <laughs> and then looks away and scurries into the kitchen. Right. Mears met Allison. Yeah. Mears Shit. knows that Allison is a succubus. <laughs> mm-hmm. And as Mears like runs into the kitchen, she like just barely misses him yeah. behind the bar. 
Because she knows she would be made if she saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> here's the menu, and uh, let me slip into something a little more comfortable. Rathgar's there, and he's got the table with like a cloth that's so well set, and then he grabs it and yanks out the the tablecloth, and it comes out perfectly, and then wraps it around Fathom. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, Allison's been perusing the menu, and she's like, you know what? I don't see you on this. And uh, Adam was in the process of taking the towel out to wrap around like a fancy scarf, and uh, he um, falls over again. <laughs> he has no chill. <laughs> One of the prompts is, I trip and fall against you. What do you say? Uh, he falls over and uh, accidentally grabs her boob. Oh. And he's mortified. I am so sorry. That was totally an accident and then she she like steadies him by grabbing his big biceps and she like pushes him up and then squeezes them for a second and he flexes and (laughs) and then she because like her predatory instinct kicks in she Uh squeezes tight enough to like leave nail marks Mm -hmm. and then in response to him like grabbing her boob she goes oh i hadn't planned on that for a couple of hours would you like red or white wine Red for me, okay. always. Yeah, and then uh, he sprints to the kitchen. <laughs> Fatum. Oh, I know, right? You gotta be, you gotta be careful. Oh, Why? Be Fat- careful, because I'm gonna fucking bust. <laughs> <laughs> Take it slow, my friend. Think of tetherball, remember. You're right. Think of tetherball, you're right, my friend. Mirrors goes beat red again, in, just in embarrassment at being around <laughs> adult sexuality. <laughs> and it's just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make you food. Okay. What's the best ball of red we got, Mears? Ah, and he goes over to a crate of dusty bottles, and he starts holding them up to the light and blowing dust off the label. I think this one's red. Perfect. And uh, he grabs two huge wine glasses on his way out. (laughs) (laughs) He's pouring as he's running. Okay. He's He's running. (laughs) He takes the the cork out with his mouth. Yeah. Rathgar, bud. You mind lighting the candles? Woof. <laughs> From across the bar, they're lit. Nice. Ooh. And a little bit of her hair goes on fire, and then he runs over and squirts some sort of weird foam <laughs> on it. It's like, oh, all part of the f- fun theater. It's like Chuck E. Cheese in here. Uh, I, w- I was wondering, like, okay, how did Rathgar light the candles? But now I'm imagining he put candles down with fuses that were going to light in oh. 45 seconds and was like, please ask me to light the candles. Please ask me to light the candles. Please ask me to light the candles. <laughs> And I'm a good friend, so I did. <laughs> so yeah, if Adam sets the wine, like, slosh, it's sloshed everywhere, mm-hmm. um, sets the wine down in front of Allison, like, my lady. Allison takes the, the glass of red. This the, It's full to the brim and yeah. soaked. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, Fadam's is also full to the brim, and he's, like, chugging it, like. <gasps> and Allison chugs, too, actually, but mm-hmm. she, it she's doing it effortlessly. Fadam's <laughs> <Adam's> like, wow. <gasps> Wow, you are an impressive drinker. You really guzzle. You really fit a lot. You can really fit a lot in that big, big mouth. That big mouth. Allison laughs. Um, and she is starting to like blush, like get red. And she honestly, like everything Allison does is basically like fake human emotion, right? Mm-hmm. So she drank this much to force the physical uh, body to blush. Oh, uh, so she's like, she is like snaring a trap. Like that's all Allison cares about. Mm-hmm. So she laughs in a very like you're hilarious kind of way, and she's like, why? I feel like I've met you before. 
probably in your dreams or in my dreams because you're my dream woman. <laughs> and she's like, uh, maybe I could see having a dream about you. And he's like f- flexing, like posing in different ways. Like, oh, yeah. And she's like, oh, Tetherball, McCall, you're the hammer. I am. You are the game. And she's like, yeah, I was at all the games. I had the season's pass last year. No way. Yeah, you kind of just disappeared. You saw me play? Yeah, you were like the best in the league. And then she like starts spouting a bunch of like, this is, she's basically being like jock catnip. Yeah, and he is enamored. (laughs) Yeah, she's like just spouting stats like about like number of yards gained, number of glass figurines shattered, Uh number of nut taps. You had more (laughs) than anyone else in the league history. And you did that in one season. Wow. And he, if Adam has already imagined his life with Allison and the children, and he's picked out names and stuff. And Allison is like, she's feeding on all of this. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. he's just like, Allison, you know me so well. You know the game better than I do. And he's like crying because he's so in love. <laughs> oh, man. All those tears for her? Wow. Allison, I feel like you and I have known each other our whole lives. And I could tell you, I don't usually get this emotional at all especially for all ladies <laughs> i hope you can forgive me i've just never been so no one's ever seen me like this and then she lays a hand uh next to his hand but like that thing where it's like the fingertips are barely like touching the his side skin. of the pinky is yes. Like yes. just like a yeah. molecule oh my god yeah. the hottest hand touch yeah, yeah. definitely because she's, she's like she's trying to generate as much lust as possible because uh-huh. what's happening right now is she's being hunted oh yeah <laughs> and she was oh. like starving uh-huh. she broke out of a prison Whoa. in the frozen north Whoa. and she was starving and she was she found this bar and she, I guess maybe that's why the bar showed up here to mm. feed her. Yeah. yeah. Even her scruples are hungry. Like she yeah. is putting aside her like want to be a good person. Yeah, totally. And she's not killing everyone in here no. still. She's she got to eat. Yeah. And she is. That's the thing about Allison. I think she's like cognizant of like, she's mm-hmm. like, I can't just kill people, mm-hmm. but I have to break this guy's heart. Yeah. So I have enough energy to fucking escape that mob. Of what might be mm-hmm. like warlocks or whatever. Oh, I- iconographers. Oh. Yeah, I think or iconoclasts. Yes, yeah. she's. Um, oh God, I wish I could tell you what she was thinking right now. <laughs> Do you I? know? Yeah. Oh, I have an idea. Whoa. Oh, what is the rules around this? I don't know. I'm realizing the power I've put in each of your hands. <laughs> that could really be a problem for me later. Yeah, I could tell you guys this. Um, was this or, something for spout lore that you knew already? No, no, no. I just oh. came up with it. But you can try and get it out of me because <laughs> Fadim hasn't asked her any questions. Right. <laughs> and he's like, sorry, I feel like I'm talking mostly about myself. And the, the oof, I've just I've never been on such a good date. Um, so, like, where are you from? You know, tell me about yourself. And she does this, like, stretch. Yeah. And uh, he is hard. <laughs> <laughs> he's been hard this whole time. But it. Uh, He's like faint. <laughs> uh huh. It's the kind of thing that like she does a stretch and crosses her legs in a way that like the hairs on the backs of everyone's necks stand up, even, <laughs> even mirrors, mirrors. But his in like a there's a tiger in the bar kind of thing. Actually, can I can I throw something in there yes. that is like kind of canonical? Uh, so Allison stretches like that, Fathom, and you feel like a warmth, like a heat, kind mm-hmm. of in your head. Okay. And 
Allison, the eye in the right side of Fadim's head flares a little bit. Whoa. And you feel yourself like cowed. Whoa. Like you are, you like, you curl in a little bit. You <gasps> you pull your power back for a second. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> what? <laughs> So you see Allison flinch a little bit after she stretches, like she tweaked something, maybe. Right, and Fadim reaches for a hand. And she grabs his hand to, like, steady herself. And the Rathgar comes in, oh, hi, and puts a menu down on both her hands. There you go, because now he's, he's like, fighting, and now he's going to give her a bunch of lust. Even, even Francis has no idea what's going on, but he's also there. Like, he's, he feels a bunch of energy on this side of the room, and he, like, thunders over to where Get everybody back is. to the dishes, dish pig. His huge snout is, like, <laughs> like, pushing up against the table. There's, like, so there's a ton of energy. N- like, Nimble, who has been quiet this entire time, is, like, losing it on the... <laughs> The saxophone? saxophone? No, he found a French horn. He's just <laughs> screaming into. <laughs> so, uh, Fadim can feel like Rathgar trying to like get in his way, and he's like taking that badly. He's like, "Man, back off! I fucking got here first. Yeah, man, I know, but this is not a competition. Just kind of wanted to see what your lovely lady. I have a question for. You. I noticed that he wasn't asking you any questions. I just wanted to have a question for you. First of all, where are you from? Hey, <coughs> and and uh. Fadon leans in. Oh, where where'd you go? Where are you going? Where did where, you come from? And where where are you going? Cotton Eye Joe. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he points at Fadon when he says Cotton Eye Joe. Get a load of Cotton Eye Joe over here. And then uh, Allison's like, whoa, 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 whoa. So many questions. <laughs> so many questions. And I feel like I have to catch my breath. Holy sh- I know, right? This is so us. <laughs> <laughs> and at that, Fadon gets up and he punch <laughs> Rathgar in the face. So we're moving into friendly tavern brawl no, now. This is still the same scene. I think it's just that Allison sees Fadam get up from the table and punch <laughs> Rathgar. And the kind of like suppression of her energy, mm-hmm. like it lifts a little bit because this is like pure right. lust. Yeah. And yeah. What is fighting if not lust between two, <laughs> two combatants? Bros. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime two dudes fight, like there's like a triangle of sexual energy. Yeah. That is known as the succubus's Tesla wall or whatever. <laughs> it's, okay. like, it's like a, an energy source for a succubus oh. that's like, yeah. holy shit, these guys are going to fucking fight over me. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, stop, don't fight. <laughs> but she's just charging yeah. up. Yeah, totally. And and Fadim stops punching and he's like, you know what, Allison, why don't you and I just run away together? I don't need to be here anymore. I don't need to be around these guys. And then Rathgar's like, his face is pummeled. He got punched this shit oh. out of his, like, black and blue, and he spits oh. out blood, and the tooth falls out. He's like, you, well, just get out of here. Go somewhere romantic. <laughs> and uh, you notice, like, in the windows behind Allison, like, Torchlight is approaching. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, I think maybe I will step outside for a second. While you wait for me to get my stuff, right? Exactly. Babe? I want you guys to go get your stuff. I will wait right outside. And then she kind of like gestures generally to both of them. And I will be taking you home with me. I'm into it. <laughs> not, not if I get there first. And, and uh, Fadon like sprints upstairs. He'll grab, just like hauls an armful of his stuff. But it's not a, a it's, organized collection it's not of organized. stuff. Yeah. It's mostly Rathgar's stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> My things. <laughs> <laughs> My things. <laughs> 
And Allison walks outside. Yeah, she's uh, she like she's outside. Um, so Fatim and Rathgar like elbowing each other as they're Tripping running downstairs. down the stairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then um, get to the door. Get to the door. Open it, Allison, my love. It's just like a quiet alleyway. Steam rises into the into the air from stacks in the distance. Alley, babe, guys, close the door. She's gone, isn't she? She left me. She did the old disappearing heart trick. I need to be alone right now. My feelings. He throws down a smoke bomb. (laughs) (laughs) He's gone. (laughs) But he's, he did it. He moved three feet. He's lying on the couch, sadly. (laughs) (laughs) We're laying on opposite couches facing away from each other. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of Romancing a Stranger. Can you guys make up? We will. <laughs> we will. There's and a rift. I think I think what we'll do, this is not usually how it goes, but I'll do a little directing. So the next game we're going to play is called Wear and Tear. Okay, wait, before we move on, can mm-hmm. can I tell you what was what I think was going on with Allison? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It didn't come out, but I think what was happening was she... So one of the reasons why she's been off the map is because she was trapped by like an iconoclast, which are people who study icons mm-hmm. basically demonologists in our world and they were trying to extract the demon from her so that oh. they could like trade it to a warlock interesting uh for like use cool yeah i feel like they came to it first were like we can help you solve you are you tired of living like this you know they're trying oh, to sell her on yeah. all the good points of it like like a real kind of like kindly kind yeah. of vibe yeah. where it's like we're trying to help you we know you tr- try not to kill people yeah mm-hmm. and then maybe that's how she got trapped yeah 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 oh the only thing is i misspoke so yeah if there's people that study they're iconographers. Uh-huh. Iconoclasts are people that hunt and destroy demons. Okay. Yeah. Which is, they don't really exist anymore. No, no, Not no. in the same way. Even iconographers are pretty rare. Yeah. So wear and tear. Uh, there's always something to fix or clean or pay off. After playing this game, you may increase one of your tavern ratings by one. Setup. Anyone can play. As a group, decide what parts of the tavern need fixing and touching up and what new features of the taverns there are. Uh, something that the game, we did this, we've been doing this throughout the day, but... This is actually the point in the game where Stewpot itself says, take a break before you play this. Take a few minutes, leave the room that you're in, Mm -hmm. go walk around. Okay. And then come back. And if anything's come up that you want to talk about in the game, any problems you're having, anything you're stressed about, then bring it up now. Uh Give yourselves an opportunity to check in. Because wear and tear, we're fixing up the tavern, but we're also maintaining ourselves. Cute. That's yeah. nice. So we've all got coffees now. Thank you uh, to Super Dove mm-hmm. for b- bankrolling our treats today. That's yes. so incredibly generous. Holy Super macro. Super Dove, thank you very much for the chicken and thank you very much for the coffees. I did not take a picture of the chicken because we ate it too fast. We really did. We could take a picture of the garbage, <laughs> with the detritus that was left behind. I'll take, I ate most I'll take of the a picture bones. of the bag right now. Uh, okay, so let's talk about Hither and Yon and what we think what needs fixing up and what new additions people would might want to make. I think Mears' goal, of course, is the kitchen. It's fixing up the stove, maybe getting a nicer stove. The stove's pretty small, guys. I can only make one Shepherd's Wellington in this thing before the <laughs> yeast starts popping out of all the holes. I need a bigger oven. Oh, don't worry, Mears. I can help you there. You know how I've been like playing with some pottery on the side, making little cups. Is that why your hand you've been so clayy lately? Yeah, I could build you like a new brick oven if you want. No way. Totes, my goats, my man. You would do that for me, Fatim. 
Yeah, Mears, you're like my little bro. <gasps> maybe you're not so bad after all. Maybe I'm not. But <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I am. Who knows? <laughs> and he slams down like a big slab of clay and uh-huh. starts going. Nice. Uh, and he starts literally wrestling the clay. Yeah. He's like, Fuck you. He's like a Fuck you, dad. And he's like punching it. And then he's like ripping it apart, being like, Fuck you, Tuck. This is your head. <laughs> and Mears is like, Oh my God. I forgot he doesn't know that I know Tuck. Mears is keeping so many secrets right yeah. now. He really is. Uh, fuck you, Torch McCall. Fuck yeah. you, Torch McCall. You don't fucking know me. You don't fucking know anything about like i don't know the god of the flame barely (laughs) his eyes flaring yeah anyway like a day later after a lot of fighting and (laughs) fam got super sweaty and took a lot of shower breaks and stuff um he definitely didn't have to go this hard yeah anyway there's like a very delicate beautiful and sturdy new uh clay oven oh wow yeah you can make all tons of shit a bunch of shepherd pies in wellingtons and you could make loaves of sourdough you can make pumpernickel bread which i know you like oh my god Um, (laughs) you can bake a bunch of chicken curries in here you could do a bunch of baklava which i have personally tried out and it worked out great Ow. And Mears is like running his hand down the oven. Searing sounds, smells filling <laughs> ow, the kitchen. Ow. Anyway, I'm going to go do a bunch of chin ups, so I'll see you later. Okay, bye. Thank you. And uh, over the next couple days, this is so that was Fadam's, I guess, work on the tavern. Mm-hmm. Mears's work on the tavern is he he tidies up and organizes the kitchen. He like pulls out a bunch of old, kind of worm eaten shelves that were in there for a long time and rearranges the spices and bottles and makes things nice and clean cleans up everything it's so everything is in reach to where he needs it to be when he's cooking he's starting to feel good about it so we have a cuisine rating of two right now oh nice yeah yeah what's uh what's nimble getting up to uh nimble has people have been noticing that nimble's been walking around with uh like he's always chewing gum <laughs> okay <laughs> and it, every, every day it seems like he's chewing more and more gum uh-huh okay. and it's because he's been going underneath all the tables and taking the gum <laughs> of course oh people God. have been sticking uh, there okay and chewing it like mostly for selfish reasons but as a result he's really been like cleaning up the tavern because <laughs> <laughs> all all the gums gone from under the tables, but then all the dust and grime on the floors is gone because Nibble's been shuffling around so much. Yeah. Also, his his uh, his chin line's been cleaning up with oh, all yeah. that chewing. He's getting real cut in the chin. Yeah, and he's he keeps dropping the big ball of gum he's been chewing too. So that's picking stuff up. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, because Francis is rolling it around. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a, a dung beetle. Yeah. Francis try. Yeah, it's an instinct. Uh huh. <laughs> it's because woolly pigs lay eggs, and that's how they woolly pigs lay eggs. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I guess woolly pigs lay eggs. Yeah. Never said that before. So he's treating it like an egg. Great. <laughs> yeah. What a fantasy by numbers to get your woolly pig egg yeah. dice. Yeah. <laughs> is, he, is he having like parental instincts right now? Yeah. He's like, oh, he keeps like stealing it and taking it to his nest. Is, and then is this a male woolly pig behavior or is this a female woolly pig behavior? I think it's male. It's like okay, they're, yeah. they're like emperor penguins. Okay. Yeah. The, like the, the males raise the young. Yeah. Like, yeah. So he's got a big nest somewhere that's like smashed up crates and rags that he's dumped in a corner. It's one of the rooms. It's just ruined. You can't get in there at all. Yeah. But yeah, he comes up to Mirrors and he's like, hey, yeah. 
Check this out. This is the biggest ball of gum you ever seen or what? Oh my God. Where did you get that? <laughs> and he's holding it over his head. It's huge. You haven't been chewing that, have you? <laughs> oh yeah. Not all at once. Can't, I haven't been able to fit it in my mouth for a few weeks now, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> you you got you to gotta stop chewing on that. <laughs> I'll stop chewing on this when you pry it out of my cold, dead jaws. <laughs> starts, <laughs> starts biting it. <laughs> Nimble is like... A scarier version of Billy. <laughs> like yeah. a more, a sharper vision. <laughs> but, but he also like, to, as he kind of runs away, he turns to mirrors and he shows him a, a page of a notebook that he's just been sticking stickers to. Oh my uh -huh. God. He's like, I found these stickers. Where? What do you think of it? I don't know. They're cool. That's like a little pig. That's cute. Yeah. What's that? Like a, like a dog? Yeah. As, uh, I don't know what this stripy horse is. This, the, the colors on this horse are all wrong. This one's a duck. Oh. Why is it yellow? None of your fucking business. <laughs> All right. Jesus. <laughs> he runs into the kitchen. <laughs> I, he clutches the book and runs into the kitchen. <laughs> kid scares the hell out of me. That's for nimble to know and for you to find out. <laughs> What's, uh, how's Rathgar been contributing to the upkeep of Hither and Yon? Uh, you put in a stage in a performance oh, area. Oh, God, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he's really been MacGyvering a whole setup. He's, he has chairs, but they're all upside down buckets mm -hmm. uh he made up a bunch of lights like a lighting rig Ooh, and they're all out of like the, he took apart the bathroom to make a stage <laughs> so, and then he like was like i fixed the bathroom <laughs> i just imagined like in the middle of the night fathom going to take a shit yeah. and the toilet not being there it's just the hole now slamming yeah. into the ground and then there's a sign on that says it still works because <laughs> he turned the toilet into a trap door oh my god so then <laughs> Adam's like stuck in this shit bucket all night. Someone comes to use the bathroom in the morning and Fatim is just there. No, 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 no. <laughs> Get me out of here. Occupied. Yeah. Oh, so we've got a little stage now. He's rigged up a piano too. Like rigged a, up a piano? Yeah, he's made like an arcanic like a player piano. Cool. Oh, like oh. ones where you don't have to play it. Yeah, it runs on the, the little oh. blue crystal batteries. Cool. So what kind of song... Um, songs that Rathgar put on there well he's been he's been playing a lot of it has like a different thing you can put uh, French horn on it and it plays the French horn you can put the saxophone in it'll play blah 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 oh nice <laughs> he's attached the saxophone to the piano yeah it'll play any instrument that's yeah. so cool actually yeah, that is really yeah, sick it's a robo band yeah so the cuisine went up because of the, the sliced thing, but it sounds like atmosphere is going up. Yeah. Can I ask another question about this player piano? Please. If you put a bottle into it, does it play it? Like yes. If, oh, yeah. Is there a place yeah. where you can just like, if you, you have a bottle? In. And it'll take many bottles too. You get like uh, a jukebox of bottles. Nice. If you put an empty, could you like get music into the bottle? You, you play this is it? the thing. Yeah. So you can, it also creates music. Wow. So if you have all the instruments, you can attach them to this thing. I'm, I'm glad you guys like it. <laughs> this is, this <laughs> is something I whipped up. Well, I was thinking about this. This is where music bottles come from. Arcanics invented music bottles. Yes. yes. 100%. Whoa. So if you have all the instruments, you can fill up a bottle. So right now it's just like you know, we have one bottle of... So maybe we can sell it. Now we have... Guys, look, we can sell music bottles as well as booze. Ooh. And our one food item. That's exciting. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Right, I forgot the menu is one food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the most notable item. That's yeah. the special. Right. Mears looks at the special every day, too. He's like a guy that likes new and exciting foods. Uh -huh. So every morning he wakes up and looks at the special, which is shepherd's pie, and then in brackets, Wellington. <laughs> uh, and he's just like, 
So fucking god damn it. <laughs> yeah. I hope nobody orders this. <laughs> but atmos- so atmosphere, we're increasing atmosphere. Yeah. So our atmosphere rating is now at two as well. It's such a weird a game to be building up this bar that no one can ever really get in here just one at a time yeah. i don't i mean like i think there are times where it goes to a place and there is regular customers True. for like a few months great yeah yeah and then but, we just disappear again yeah and then because everyone has those stories we went to this bar i can't remember the name of it but yeah. it was awesome yeah I think it's like in those situations, the bar senses that the community needs something. Yeah. Like it's not one person needs a place of refuge or exactly. needs food or needs help. It's like the, this community needs a gathering place yeah. for a bit. Yeah. There have been times where like worker uprisings have been planned here yeah. and like, oh, you know, weddings so and stuff sick. have taken place. Mm-hmm. Like it's just, it's regicide like, planned out. Exactly. Yes. There's yeah. lots of like people in hoods. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Regicide foiled. Yeah. <laughs> regicide well, foiled. Like there's a night where like in some town somewhere, somebody's getting mugged in an alleyway and then in some town a million miles away, a bunch of roughneck workers are hanging out at Hither and Yawn. Yeah. And it teleports them to where the person's <laughs> yeah, getting mugged. Totally. <laughs> So that just a bunch of angry construction bros come boiling out of a bar that appeared out of nowhere. <laughs> hey, what are you doing to that guy? Out of a porta potty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just come out with like clowns in a car. That now oh, the oh, oh, oh. Uh, just above the door of the porta potty on the plastic and marker is written hither and yon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also think that there are times when they're like hither and yon is fighting itself. Like there's two yeah. versions of Hither and Yon in one place. One where like an uprising is being planned and the other one where like the yeah, it's the being officials the tried ca- to quash. The counter rebellion. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, they need to get it out of their systems. <laughs> exactly. That's great. Yeah. It's the thing is Hither and Yon has no morals mm-hmm. It just, it feels when it's needed and then it moves to that place. Uh, so atmosphere two, canvas cots, freshly painted walls, clean windows. You walk into Hither and Yon now. It looks nice. It's yeah. tidy. We've got a fucked up magic piano machine in the corner. Um, and and um, sorry, our restroom's out of service. <laughs> Boy, is it ever. Uh, but people keep using it. We're really trying to get them to stop, but they yeah. love it. They're, it's kind of a novelty at this point where they're uh-huh. like, it's like, hey, uh, there's a secret bar where the bathroom is a stage. So it's kind of an arts piece where you taking a shit is like performing and i guess it means that art is shit (laughs) (laughs) and it's not even like a it's not real because when you go outside like it's the shit's not there he's found a way of that made the toilet go out channel outside so that it just always goes into wherever they're going yeah Uh, hither and yon ended up with a pretty solid review in a local art zine (laughs) that we just never saw Uh, so Paul, it is now your turn to choose the game that you would like to play. Okay. A distinguished guest, a distinguished guest. Okay. Yep. Somebody cool comes in. Yeah. <gasps> Could Ken come in? Oh yeah. 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 This Someone can Ken. play Ken. <gasps> yeah. So a distinguished guest, someone important is in town and they're almost here. The tavern has to be at its best for this guest. Ooh. Kim. After all, they might leave a generous tip. It could be Kim. Uh, set up as a group figure out a few deals details about the important guest where do they come from how important are they have you heard of them before his name is cam he's the most important person in mirs's life <laughs> so how and does mirs mirs doesn't ever shut the fuck up about him yeah, yeah. so how does mirs know oh because we he's from pinewood he's from pinewood we open the door and there's a um we're in Winewood. Yeah, oh, we're in Winewood. Like the new, the, a bustling town oh, in the woods on the shores of a wine-soaked lake. Cool. And, but Mears looks out and is like, oh, shit. Oh, no. 
Oh no, I know oh where we god. are. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> and there's like hanging on a tree because uh-huh. the door opens out of a tree and sticking out of it is a beautifully carved wooden sign that says Hither and Yon. And then Nimble sees Mir's freaking out. He's like, what's up? Did you lose your saffron again or something? No. Uh, there's there's a boy here. His name's Cam. And I, he got, what if he comes here? What if he comes here? And what do I do? Oh, what do you mean? Yeah, you just want to look your best. Okay, on the ground. Give me 10 push-ups right now. You want to get that pump going? <laughs> no. You want to get that pump going? And Mears is trying to do push-ups, but it's really awkward on like his metal hand. And he's and uh, Fathom's helping him by doing push-ups with him. Yeah, next to him. Yeah. yeah. What? Because his me- his meat hand is way weaker than his metal hand. So oh, he's yeah. just like, oh, God, like lopsided push-ups. But I think um he's been because of that uh fathom's been training him to do one-handed push-ups yeah. oh. just with his metal hand and also just with his meat hand cool yeah so he's getting kind of he's getting that like er, like teenage boy kind of lean muscle i think so i yeah. think it's like this is a situation where mirrors hasn't looked in the mirror in like months maybe no. years who and knows it, and if he what, did what if rathgar took all the mirrors <laughs> they have to go in the piano well what is smoke but without mirrors <laughs> <laughs> and i think if mirrors were to look in the mirror he would look a little bit older than he expected to mm-hmm. and it's the best he's ever looked oh certainly yeah oh he's, yeah like him without having to worry about what he's looking like he's <gasps> looking so good uh so how this game works is one player will play the guest jessica as Kem. Other players are challengers, at least one for each challenge. Each challenge tests one of your tavern's ratings. Ooh, I'm Kim's new boyfriend. Huh? Oh, what kind of challenge? <laughs> oh, are we yes. What if? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Kim, guys, you got to hold on a second. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> we Regardless mis- of whatever he says next, <laughs> my statement stands. We misinterpreted the rules for a second. Okay. And then we got excited about what that might mean. Mm-hmm. So it means there's a cuisine challenge, an atmosphere challenge, and a service challenge. Each one, you flip a coin a number of times equal to your rating. Heads is good. Tails is bad. So like we've got two cuisine. So if I flip heads, then the food that I make is good. And the guest player describes what they enjoy most about the meal. If I get a tails, I fail. The guest player describes something unpleasant they find in their food. Mm -hmm. So that's what we're trying to do. We're each going to be flipping coins during the challenge, trying to get a heads to make a good experience for the guest. Okay. Yeah. But also... Sounds like Kem has a new boyfriend. Yes. So, Mears gathers everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, we gotta get our shit together. There's somebody in this town, and if they come here and they have a bad time, I will lose my mind. <laughs> and Fam takes this really seriously because he's never heard Mears talk in any definitive like yeah. way. I will yeah. absolutely lose my shit on everyone here and myself for months. <laughs> So we got to be top of the line, okay? And we're standing to attention. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> With the, like the towels over our arms? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And Mears is standing on top of the bar. He's striding back and forth like General George S. Patton. We're going to lock it down. We're going to do our best. We're going to excel. Victory or nothing. You have my sword. And my night blade. And you have my giant ball of gum. <laughs> Gotta put that thing away. Nah, this is mine. She's my precious lady. <laughs> oh, no. He's molded it into... <laughs> no, no, no. It's still just round. <laughs> okay. Does anybody have a coin? I do. Okay. So I, we'll do the cuisine challenge first. This I is Mir's founded on an escalator in Montreal. Oh, so yeah. it's either very lucky or cursed. Cool. I'll take that. So this is the cuisine challenge, which I will do. 
Uh, Mears is trying to, he doesn't want to make Shepherd's Wellington because he hates it now. <laughs> so he's trying to make something that he thinks, oh, he, he, run, he sends Nimble out to go get a couple bottles of like the Winewood wine. He's like, all right, I'm going to poach. Uh, what do people poach? I want to poach fish. fish. I'm going to poach a fish. And he gets a fish from a local fish monger and he takes it back and he poaches like a nice salmon in a red wine. Ugh. <laughs> Sorry, my Paul's palate just Probably, made I mean, a sound. I also don't know how to cook fancy foods, but he poaches it in a, in a, in a red wine. It's very pungent and he's using like juniper berries from bushes that he's finding outside and trying to mix those in somehow. He's trying to make a fish like a whole half salmon mm-hmm. splayed open, poached with like herbs on top of it on scalloped potatoes, scalloped potatoes yeah. and uh, laying lots of chives over the whole thing. So it's yeah. really elegant looking. Exactly. Scalloping is easy because he just lays his metal fingers on a potato and then chops in between them really cool. fast. That's awesome. <laughs> so I'm going to flip a coin here. I need a heads to make something good. I've got two chances unless I want to use one of my experiences and my experience that I have is refined palate. Uh, oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. No, it would be one of my master of the blade. That is one of the oh, ones that I Oh, you could totally do that. Do list. So let's see. Maybe I don't need it. Okay, here we go. Flip one. Tails. Okay. <gasps> shit. Okay. Flip two. Tails. <gasps> Fuck. Can Fuck. you use an experience? Yeah. So he's not like he's trying. So he doesn't start with scalloped potatoes. He's too nervous. Yeah. He's trying to like mash potatoes and he's like mash potatoes with this fish and this these spices. It's just it doesn't work. It looks like shit. <laughs> it looks like shit mirrors. And he, pull, he <laughs> pulls down a shelf of pots. <laughs> oh like, my ah! God. <laughs> and then Fadim's trying to like nail back in the shelf with the pots. And Nimble <laughs> Nimble like runs out of the kitchen and he goes to Rathgar and he's like Rath- Rathgar. <laughs> What's up, my boy? You're sweatier than a than Francis. Mears is fucking losing it in there. He tried to make mashed potatoes, and that made him really mad and sad for some reason. And then he called himself some kind. He said he he called himself a l- a little dick, dumb piece of shit. And then he <laughs> ripped. Are you paraphrasing again? Yeah, I am. Yeah, you sound <laughs> it like you are. doesn't sound like Mears at all. It doesn't sound like him. Anyway, he he's fucking losing it, and Fatim is fucking stupid as shit and I am <laughs> insane and I feel like you're the only person who can talk him down out of this. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix up this romantic sounding machine. I'm trying to put all the romance into the room here. And <laughs> I'm just about done. And then Nimble takes his knife out and he Whoa. stabs <laughs> he oh. stabs Rathgar's leg and he's like, I'll fucking kill you if you don't go in there right now. <laughs> you little prick. You dare penetrate the night blade <laughs> the night blade has not been penetrated since college year two <laughs> nimble will not live forever and he's like his his, his persona is growing he's still yeah, yes he's doing that yeah. thing but he's like the shades are coming down yeah and he stands up on a chair but like really subtly yeah <laughs> do not take me a cauldron of cheap tricks yeah and then when he says that Cheap trick starts playing on the piano. (laughs) And uh, there's like a little. I want you to want. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh, it's working. Let's go. (laughs) And actually, I think while Mears is freaking out in the kitchen, this is when Kem and partner come in. Shit. Darby. Darby. Kem and Darby. Nice. What does Kem look like? 
He's kind of got a darker countenance, kind of right. like dark hair. Yeah. yeah. Like he was a couple years older than Mears. Yeah. He's got like a buzz cut. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's wearing a scarf mm-hmm. and a matching tartan. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're coming from a wedding. Oh, oh not yeah. Idea. Not theirs. And a couple yeah. people, there are a couple other wine woodians in yeah. here <laughs> just kind of chilling out. It's more raucous than it usually is at Hither and Young. Yeah. And it's, I think it's like the town has become quite prosperous. Oh, oh Kem's parents are uh, merchants, okay. like traders. So his right. parents have Big gotten- time traders. They were the first ones to um, bottle the wine. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. And what does Darby look like? Kind of dumpy, blonde, curly. Mm-hmm. Just like nice guy. Nice, nice guy. Yeah. Kind of bitchy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah. we don't want to love him so much. Uh-huh. But he, nice. Like he does his nails kind of bitchy. Like, yeah. 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 And Mears sees chem come in with darby and they sit at a table mm-hmm. and in my mind chem looks like robert pattinson is that oh, <laughs> yeah like i right. love that like okay. a 16 year old robert pattinson yeah kind of like twilight robert pattinson okay, so yeah. his, head's, his hair's not buzzed then it's got like that like wet kind of curl looking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, <laughs> yeah. superman do yeah. yeah so we see chem come through the door first tartan like the door opens in slow motion mirrors like pokes his head <laughs> what song what song is this from for every time that edward this Cullen is from is the twilight yeah. soundtrack okay. yeah sorry no it's sometimes perfect sometimes i end up where i started <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking the piano's playing all different yeah. shit yeah. right now yeah the only song i remember from twilight is oh from the <laughs> fucking playing the baseball scene uh it's Rathgar like hits the piano and starts playing just a regular song. <laughs> Sorry, it's just shuffling through a soundtrack right now. Uh, but Kem or Mears sees Kem come through the door and is like, "Oh my god, it's Kem!" And then Kem comes through the door fully in Darby's behind, yeah. and he's like, "Who the fuck is this, sweetie?" Yeah, they sit down at the table and they're very like, "Oh, I love the way your scarf matches your tartan." And Mears is just like. He looks over at the shitty pile of mashed potatoes oh. and he pulls his knife from like the sheath that he wears it on on his belt and he goes <laughs> and he grabs a potato. He's like, if this is going to happen, I'm going to show Kim what I can really do. And I'm going to cross off master of the blade. Nice. Duelist. Ooh. And he's going <laughs> to scallop the fuck out of a potato. And I imagine when Kim walked in and Mir saw him, he was holding the mashed potatoes in his hand and then he like slowly (laughs) squeezed it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) <laughs> I really want Kim to notice mirrors. It's like as the door is closing, a, a gust of wind comes in mm-hmm. and it catches the smell of these potatoes and mirrors and oh. and goes towards Kim. Yeah. And he, he looks up like Oh my god. <laughs> Covers Just, his mouth like the smell is beyond tempting. Yeah. Oh right, from yeah. Twilight. <laughs> yeah, right from Sorry. Yeah. I know everything. <laughs> his lip is so quivering. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Quivering. It looks like oh my god, and mirrors is like Oh my god, it looks like he wants to throw up. I can't smell that bad. But what is really happening is is Kem wants him so bad. <laughs> he, he smelled the potatoes yeah. and then realized how turned on and hungry he yeah. was. And he looks across the, the table to his date, Darby. Uh... Oh, uh, I'll oh. be Darby. Oh wait, you were being Darby. Oh, I thought I thought Paul was being Darby. We'll all be Darby. Or, I'll be Darby. Scottish, not Irish. No. Well, no, it's the same. But. I can't, I can't do uh Oh, no, Kim's just... Scottish. Is he Scottish? Do you want to... doesn't have to be. No, do you want to just, just like, do a Robert Pattinson impression? Yeah, yeah totally. 
I don't know if I even can. You're doing it right what? now. No, oh my it. God. Your it's eyebrows like, are doing the talking. I've been transported to the set of Harry Potter and the mm. Goblet of Fire. And, and Kim goes, vampire. <laughs> Darby. And, and Darby goes, Kim, what's up? What's wrong? Just say it. <laughs> say what? Vampire. <laughs> vampire. Is what I've got on my mind right now. I'm going to go ahead and flip this coin. You're so sparkly today. <laughs> I think it's the glitter I put on today. But it could also just be me. You're, you're cold as ice. I'm going to fucking chop this potato so fast. You're impossibly fast. I'm going to lose my mind if I have to hear any more of this. You're so strong. Sorry, this thing's stuck on medley. You're, you're, you're emotionally abusive. <laughs> there's, some, there's some weird Mormon overtones to your behavior. And I'll say it out loud. <laughs> All right, I'm flipping this coin. Fun boy. Okay, last okay. attempt. If, okay. if Mears blows this, the food's bad. Okay. You do it. Heads. 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 Oh my God. Heads. Heads. Yes. yes. Oh, that's incredible. Wow. I like this game a lot. Uh, okay. So Mears like cuts a potato in Hassle the air. Back. Oh yeah. When you that? cut it, but not all the way not through the way. and you put oh. slices of butter and cheese in between and put it in the oven and it gets all crispy and baked on the inside. Oh yeah. fuck. Yeah. And then the fish gets laid over that at the last Oof. moment. Mears is like, Red wine. What am I thinking? With cheese and onion and the potatoes, it'd be disgusting. He dumps in the toilet and splashes out into the street in McCall somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it just shoots out of a pot hot, on the road. Hot red wine. <laughs> yeah, fish mold wine. So he just what's a be- he just uses it, he just butters it, poaches it in butter. You know, does that thing where you take the spoon and you kind of throw it over the thing you're cooking or as you're cooking it. it. Yeah, or of, grills it. Because he's so fast and spicy right now yeah oh and the wood he's using with like pine wood from outside so it's kind of got like a pine grilled yeah yeah and he brings it out to the table rathgar has got like his he's like making an illusion so it's like the chef would like to deliver his food personally to your table and uh cam tries not to get too excited oh really does he know that it's mirrors yeah he saw he saw him oh yeah i'd be interested to to meet this chef yeah i mean not that like i'm not that I know him. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to meet the chef for like the first time. All right. And so then he's like, please, gentlemen and gentlemen, put your hands together and welcome to the hither and yon from which you know not when you go, but where you are transported to in the minds and mouths of babes across the world. Mears uh, takes a deep breath and walks out of the kitchen and around the bar. And is like, man, they really went way too hard on this intro. I got a lot to live up to now. <laughs> Smoke and sparkles happening over blue light. <coughs> and then through the blue light, he puts on the music. <laughs> Please put your hungry hands together for our chef. Mears. Hi. Hello. Kim. Mears. You look well. Uh, so do you, you look so as do you thank you who's your friend here hi i'm darby oh. hi darby yes this is a uh, my friend we're darby. we're dating my name is darby well, we, we only just started 
dating. Right. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. That's fine. That's nice. My dad is the town uh, leader, Gilliam. Oh. Or, or William. It's really hard for me to remember which is which. It's Gilliam. I remember Gilliam. Gilliam. I met your... I've been, I've been, to, I've been here before. Uh, you know the wine lake? Oh, yeah. Um, he invented it. Oh, you invented the wine lake. Kind of. I was inv- I was there, I think. I was involved. Were you the boy who got concussed on the cart on the way out of town? Oh, no. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, but I saw... I, I, was, I, today, I, I'm the head chef at this place. You might have known. No way. Yeah. Wow. This is kind of my place. And Imagineer. I am impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, for t- t- today for you, I have um, salmon poached in butter and grilled with uh, pine wood smoke. And on a bed of uh, Hasselback potatoes. Enjoy. On the house. It's like he knew. The potatoes were my favorite food. Guest player describes what they most enjoy about the meal. Ooh, the crispiness of the potato mm. mixed with like the soft, melty, buttery insides. Ooh, oh, that's nice. nice. All right. And they, they, they settle into their meal. And as they begin to enjoy the food, they really start to soak up the atmosphere of the hither and yon which i believe seems to be the purview of uh, rathgar the nightblade has he decorated in any interesting weird arcanical ways it just looks like a prom like from <laughs> pretty and say, pink like gl- glittery done, disco yeah. balls yeah, yeah. He made hither and yon under the sea yeah yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> it always ends up being a prom with us oh my yeah. god uh francis is dressed up like a little mermaid <laughs> he's just going to town on yeah. a pile of garbage yeah. Yeah, Rathgar has sewn a bunch of extra sleeves on his cloak, so he's like an octopus. Yes. A uh, mater d. And uh, Nimble is dressed as uh, he he found a like a stuffed shark in the basement and he shoved himself into it. So he's dragging around like an eight foot shark oh behind God. him. The, ne- the next challenge is the service challenge, so keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. So go ahead and flip it. I want heads. You want a heads. I got a tails. Okay. Shit. So you get you get one more and then one more because of your jury rigging or okay. your uh, arcana. Come on. Heads, heads, heads. Heads, heads, heads. 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 Tails. Oh, Fucking no. shit. One Whoa. more. Okay, here we go. Okay, last time. Heads. Heads. Yeah. All right. It's so romantic. Yeah, it filled the, like all the corners of the of the bar with water. There's like all these tubs of water, and he made all these lights pointing into the corner, so they're reflecting all this underwater stuff everywhere. So it actually looks really underwatery. Hell yeah! Yeah, and it's full of smoke. You can hardly see ten feet in front of you. (laughs) And he rigged um, the little fishes and star and and seaweeds to the ceiling fans, so they're all like just swimming around the bar. So it's kind of of a hazard as well, which might interrupt the (laughs) service. Uh Perfect. So uh, the guest describes a special memory they will always have of their stay. Um. It's when Rathgar introduced Mears, and Mears was standing there with the glow of the butter highlighting his face. <laughs> the light was shining off the butter, and, mm-hmm. and he saw Mears for the first time in what feels like forever. Mm-hmm. And you notice how much he's grown. Grown. He's grown. I mean... And how much you are growing. Growing and Gross. showing. <laughs> <laughs> our, uh, our, our little baby boy Mears might no longer be 14. How old is he, do you think, now? I'm fully willing to believe that he has turned 16 since yeah. he has been living at Heather and Yon. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got, like, big, these big shoulders from training with Fathom now. I also, I think he's getting kind of barkeep 
body like he's getting muscular but he's putting on weight too because okay. he eats a lot and he moves with st- a yeah, lot yeah, of stuff yeah. around yeah so he's kind he's filling out but he's got muscle too oh, i like that and then his his facial hair is coming in so he's getting a little bit of like a blonde curly beard oh yeah, yeah. so he looks kind of like um young gravy What's that? Oh, oh my god, I guess he kind of does look like Young Gravy <laughs> okay. a little bit. <laughs> Fatter. <laughs> yeah, like a chubby Young Gravy and shorter. Mears isn't a super oh, tall is guy. Is that the rapper who likes moms? Yeah, the yeah, rapper he's... who fucks everybody's moms. <laughs> yes. Whenever people, Love it. Whenever people go to a Young Gravy concert, I always see stuff on TikTok that's like, my mom got selected for the Young Gravy pre-show oh experience. God. That's And hilarious. then it's a like, hot mouth like, going backstage. Oh yeah. Uh, okay, and next... So the, the dinner is out, the stage has been set. The only thing left to make sure Kem and Darby have a nice time is the service, mm-hmm. which I believe is under Nimble's control, probably with Fathom. So yeah. Fathom or <laughs> N- Nimble has shoved himself into a shark. Yeah. Right. That's it. So, um, so that means he can't carry the trays. So, <laughs> so Fathom's carrying all the trays and mm-hmm. he's also serving all the other tables because Nimble's taking so long to move around in his... <laughs> outfit uh-huh it was oh, getting yeah. pretty hot in yeah. there it's so, packed in here i forgot that it is so fathom's on roller skates like zooming around but he's <laughs> he's making sure we pay special attention to um chem's table uh-huh. yeah perfect <laughs> and okay. he is stacking tips oh yeah he is oh, there's yeah. a lot of moms in this restaurant. yeah quan uh-huh. on quan a lot of people that yeah really appreciate a strapping lad on skates mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's the skates that really nails it home mm-hmm. so abdul is going to flip coins for this yeah. So our service rating, aka the number of coin flips you get, is one. Okay. Ooh, okay. So unless you cross off any of your experiences, you're only getting one. All right. Okay. Heads. Yeah! <laughs> Hell yeah! I fucking yeah. knew this was gonna happen. <laughs> Can someone describe how cool it, how I did the fl- coin flip? You it off with almost so not cool. even looking. It almost hit the ceiling, and you caught it out of midair and Silence. slammed it on the book. <laughs> no, ex- no expression in his face, but a quiet surety yes. <laughs> of the luck that befalls him at every turn. And I'm pretty sure you kept eye contact with Sean the whole time. Didn't even so. look at. Didn't look at the coin. Caught no. the coin without looking. Yeah. Slammed it on his book. Plucked it out of midair. Didn't wait for it to come back down. Mm. Heads. If one of your coin flips comes up heads you pass the guest describes an interesting conversation they have with someone at the tavern okay but maybe it's maybe it's mirrors Ooh. okay maybe so, they bump into each other yeah, on the way kim, kim tries to, to go to the bathroom, bathroom what bathroom i know and that's what he says he's like oh sorry he walks in on kim <laughs> and kim <laughs> Just, is crying <laughs> oh or mirrors is crying yeah <laughs> oh mirrors oh, 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 i'm oh. so sorry <clears throat> Oh, no, it's fine. I was just, uh... Chopping onions. Yeah, I was chopping onions in here. In the bathroom? Yeah. It's a, it's a Mudlarkian style of food preparation. Right. You wouldn't understand. Um. I just want to be clear. I never, you know, Darby's fine, but... I've always... Uh, I've always held a spot, soft spot for you. I didn't think... I didn't think you'd be leaving so soon, you know, and I just... I got lonely... Kem, it's been, it's been two years. What? It's, years. it's been like a month. Ooh. I mean, and I, like, you know, I, I had sent you letters. And I didn't hear back. No, uh, uh, no, uh, no, I, look, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't, I didn't get any of the letters. That's I just fine. thought that you'd moved on. No, you know, I thought, I thought you'd moved on. You know, you're like going out to do cool stuff and. You know, I thought, 
I thought you didn't like me because I didn't have like a cool accent like my dad does. Why? You know? No, I don't have a cool accent like my dad does. Right. <laughs> cut, to, have... cut to Dick Faust. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I love digging in the mud. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Mudlark was raised to the ground by the army of bullywugs, I've been digging in the mud trying to find my old beloved horse Matilda. <laughs> oh, there she is. Cut back. <laughs> I... I, sorry, you go. No, you go. No, it's no. fine. Oh, all right. Okay. Look, Kim, I like you. I know that you're with somebody right now and that's fine. Here, just a sec. And he runs out and he grabs a piece of paper and he writes down the mailing address for Hither and Yon. Whoa. What she's found is like, if you write the Hither and Yon address oh. on a letter and put it in a place that letters are placed. Yeah. They show up at Hither and Yon. Whoa. What's the Hither and Yon address? Hither and yawn here, there, and everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love yeah. it. Okay, so here he writes down hither and yawn, here, there, and everywhere. If you put this on an envelope, I'll get it no matter where I am. <laughs> but you have to put proper postage you on it. You gotta put a stamp on <laughs> it. If, I don't know what the deal is, but if you don't put a stamp on it, it comes, but it is ashes. <laughs> uh, right, right. And uh Kem folds it up really carefully and, and puts it in his breast pocket and he's like can I? I mean, this might be weird because I haven't seen you in a, in a couple weeks. But like, can I, can I have? Can I hug? Can I hug? Yeah, yeah, can, yeah. Can we hug? We can. We can hug. Can we, we can, hug? Yeah, okay. we can hug. We can hug. We can hug. And that's when uh, Kem hugs him and feels like the new muscles that like, Mirza oh. started putting on, <laughs> and the little like the weight that he's like a s- kind of solid guy now. Look, don't force anything with Darby. Don't rush anything. Don't end anything just for me. But if you ever have the inclination you know where to find me Kim nods and he he's like yeah yeah i'll 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 send you a letter okay i hope you have a good night i really missed you i missed you too we'll talk soon yeah okay you write yeah i will yeah okay. i'll write seriously where's the shitter <laughs> oh my god yeah sorry, sorry been, this is the bathroom sorry i've been really holding it in yeah don't stand too close to the hole when you flush it or you will get sucked in <laughs> you'll end up in McCall. <laughs> and muse closes the bathroom door for him mm-hmm. and uh can you cut to what nimble is doing cut right to now? nimble uh i'm in the stock room with darby <laughs> and i i've got a knife i've got a knife i've got a knife out <laughs> i like this whoa whoa well, well, what was the goal of that last round? Have an, a memorable conversation or interesting and, conversation? Okay. And then, uh, so Nimble goes, hey, well, 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 look who's having an interesting conversation with Nimble. <laughs> it's Mr. Darby. <laughs> and Mirrors walks past the stock room and goes, Nimble, what the fuck and are Nimble you doing? Nimble slams the door and what? jams the knife. Into it. Yes. <laughs> and then you, you hear Nimble go, and this one is a koala bear. <laughs> I, He's I showing know. him his sticker book. I don't know what a koala bear is. Look at it. That doesn't look like a bear at all. Look it at it. It's a koala bear. It looks like a little mouse. It's a fucking koala okay, bear. Okay, all right. It's a koala bear. And this one is a little elephant. Okay, all right. Okay, it's an elephant. I want you to steer clear of Kem. Never get near him again. You hear me? All right. Okay. Whatever. He's spoken for. Okay. All right. Bye. I'm and, gonna go. And before you leave, I want you to remember one thing: is nimble. It's gonna live forever. <laughs> okay. And he 
Darby shoves himself out the door and goes and sits down with Kem, but keeps like looking over at the stock room. And you see the stock room door open and a, a nine foot shark shuffle out on the ground. <laughs> uh, and and then Rathgar looks at Darby uh-huh. and then he motions, raking his thumb across his neck like, uh-huh. Don't you dare. And then at the same time, Darby feels like a finger go across his actual Whoa. neck. Wow. Creepy. Creepy. We cut to Fathom. <laughs> Fathom's got Darby in the hallway. <laughs> oh my like, God. Held up uh-huh. by the scruff of his neck. And he's like, I don't know what you think you're doing here, but you are not welcome. Not your kind. And by your kind, I mean you, Darby, alone. <laughs> Kim can do so much better than you. By better, I mean he could do mirrors. Not in that way. You know, not yet. Uh, but you know what I mean. So you should fucking back off right now. <laughs> this kid's getting threatened yeah. so many times. He's getting threatened so many times. Just for dating somebody. I know. Yeah. We're being really mean. No, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought you were going to say was, Fadam talks to him and he's like, if you keep going out with mirrors, I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, she's a wine mom for yeah. sure. Oh my god, for sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the, so the night ends, and they they finish their meal, and Darby's looking over at everybody else in the bar, <laughs> and every time he looks at Mears, Mears is like, "No, it's not. It's fine." And then, but he thinks he's doing the neck thing again. Yeah, yeah. Fathom's behind him, going like, "I'll fucking kill you. I'll fucking kill you." Doing the like slit across the neck thing, and he's like. He's got his chain and his tether ball in his hand and he's making those scary chain sounds with it. How are we not going to leave this kid in mortal terror? I, well, this is essentially what we did to Mears in season one, in all honesty. That's true. That's true. We do threaten children a lot. I know. We have no chill. So Mears tries to meet them at the door as they're leaving and is like, hey, Darby, I hope I, I, I hope you had a good time. I'm sorry for my friends. They're really intense. And Darby looks at Mears and he puts a hand out to shake his hand. Yeah, and he goes to shake Darby's hand. And then Darby goes, I just want you to know that I treat lower class people worse. (laughs) Nice. No, this is fucking thank God. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, you nerd. He's like, I pretend to tip, but I don't tip even though I have a lot of money. You get out. Get out of my get out of my bar now. I refuse to pay at shoe stores sometimes. Oh my god, you made your choice in how you live your life. I'm not paying for that. Oh my god, get out. And the door closes and the night carries on. Pleasant. Mears thinking very sunnily of a letter he might receive in the future. Nice. So if you pass two or more challenges, which we did, we passed all three challenges, you succeed in impressing your guest. The guest describes a lavish gift they present to the tavern before they leave, oh. which I think will actually be something we find maybe in the bar in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. I was yeah. going to say, or because Darby didn't tip, but Kem left something oh, behind. Yeah. yeah. So this gift helps you instantly upgrade one of your tavern ratings. So one of our ratings is going to go up. Oh, wow. a Yelpstone. So guest <laughs> describes the, the gift. Yelpstone's pretty funny. Um, so Kem left behind a note in an envelope with um, like a weird amount of money, but like quite a bit. So mm. like $63. Yeah. 63 <laughs> coins um, and a note saying, hi, Mears. It's Kem. Uh, from before. From before. Remem- remember me? Uh, Darby was being a huge dick. So I took all his money. Here you go. <laughs> Love. And then he scratched that out. 
from Kim. <laughs> P.S. Fix your bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So which one of our uh, things do we want to upgrade? Bathroom. Bathroom. Atmosphere, yeah. I guess. Bathroom. We, bathroom. Okay. That's so. Yeah. Would that be atmosphere? Do we think? Yes. What else is there? Structure. Like, uh, service and cuisine. Let me just double check. What is service? The lowest one. Yeah. Service is only one. Uh services are bathrooms bathroom yeah. would be one of our services we provide it, it it does represent your staff but we are the staff we're not hiring new staff yeah like the four of us is plenty so we're gonna hire a bathroom yeah. <laughs> okay. I like that. a sentient bathroom <laughs> we buy a toilet so shooting me our rating is now two which means we now have a sentient we'll toilet no rathgar rigged the toilet to say yes. that he just put it on top of the trap door uh-huh yeah. so you're just pooping in the middle of a stage so it looks more like an art thing <laughs> wait i thought the toilet was upstairs oh it is yeah. the bathroom the toilet the, ba- the bathroom was taken apart to make the stage oh but the bathroom is still upstairs isn't I it i thought the stage oh god no it was the bathroom <laughs> oh fucking way okay well, that's what we did talk about though okay. oh, because we? it's made out of parts of the bathroom so some people think it's a bathroom and have used this stage oh yeah uh, okay. and, and it's very embarrassing uh-huh. okay for that person well the person is never embarrassed because they do it anyways that's the weird part yeah. it's embarrassing for everybody else yeah right, cause you gotta watch it all uh okay so off the clock it's been a while since you've all had a proper day off things are slower right now and you can get away with closing up for a day what do where do you go after the tables are wiped down anyone can play each player describes the first thing their character is doing to wind down let loose or otherwise forget about work for a while and it's just everybody kind of does a scene about how they spend their time off mm-hmm. yeah one at a time yeah we'll do it one at a time i can start i think hither and yon has moved again it's been a few weeks after uh Mir's met chem again and he's received a couple letters oh wow oh yeah. nice which has been nice it's just like hey what's going on uh school's really hard right now like i'm helping out at the offices of my parents actually i think that's what it is is Mir's goes to um the door is open one day on kind of like a nicely wooded hillside and uh he takes some paper to go write a letter back to chem oh nice which is difficult because he has to write with his left hand Mm -hmm. now that he's lost like he's still getting used to writing with his left hand now that his right is metal oh it's a little harder to hold nimble made him a thing Oh, what is the thing? He took some of the gum from the gumball and he wrapped <laughs> it around a pen. And he was Aww. like, oh, yeah, it'll make it feel like a normal pen because your hand's all fucking weird and metal. Thank you, Nimble. Thank you. <laughs> and yeah. the gum is soft like a lady. Thanks. Thanks, Nimble. Uh, it's like you're writing with a lady. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go now. Okay. Thanks. Have a good day. Uh, yeah. So Mir sits down on a rock and... Uh, has Nimble's clipboard and a piece of paper clipped to it. Nice. And starts writing, Dearest. No, that's too weird. Dear. No. Still too personal. Uh, Hello, Kim. <laughs> Hello there. Too casual. Too casual. Hi, Kim. <laughs> Thank you for your letter. Uh, I read it 13 times. Don't tell him how many times you read it. <laughs> I read it, and it's the best letter I've ever gotten. Sorry if this is messy. I'm not used to writing with my left hand, but I wanted to tell you that I've thought about you a lot since we left Winewood. I had a dream about you the other night, and in it we were in Mudlark, which is where I'm from, sitting next to the pond behind my house and looking at tadpoles. I looked at your eyes. They look like two big bowls of soup. 
in brackets. That's good. <laughs> we held hands, and when I woke up, I wish that I was actually able to hold your hand. Uh, anyways, I gotta go. I'm excited for your next letter. Love. Nope. No, no. Bye. Mirrors. And he folds it up, and he holds it in his hand. He thinks about it. And then he nods, and he gets up, and he walks back to Hither and Yon. Oh, that's nice. So what does Nimble do with his time off? Uh, Nimble has been uh, rummaging around in the Hither and Yon, trying mm. to find secrets. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's trying to find secrets. Uh-huh. Nimble loves a secret, and secrets make you live forever. Nimble's <laughs> gonna live forever. <laughs> And so he's trying to like find clues to like what this place is like what who built it you're not gonna get a bunch of canonical information out of me that easy i want you to know that <laughs> what can i do you can just describe how nimble uses his time off this isn't a roll and find out new exciting things what if i roll these two dice nothing that will happen. always give snake eyes nothing will happen and they get boxcars nothing will happen do it will you tell me one thing Okay. If you get two sixes, I'll tell you one thing. Okay, guys. Oh my god. Boxcar, 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 boxcar. Oh, that's a shame. I got a four and a five. Damn, too bad. So what does Nimble do with his time off? So he's he's digging around looking for secrets. He's trying to find secrets, and then he gets so angry that he doesn't find any secrets that he takes a bunch of pots that Fatim made and he throws them out. <laughs> he thro- he like drowns them in the lake. <laughs> Amazing. And but then he but under a carpet he finds like a a letter that was uh, addressed to Mears. Uh-huh. And he does grab it and he gives it to Mears. Uh-huh. He, he he he's like, "Oh shit. Got to give this to him." This is from Kem to Mears? No. From Mears to Kem. Nope. It's got Mears' name on it, but it's a letter that oh. was just in the bar. Okay. Yeah. And he, yeah, he runs up to Mears when Mears is coming back from writing his, his story. Yeah. And he's like, hey, Mears. What? You fucking chode. Whoa. <laughs> What's with the hostility, man? Sorry. I'm about to do something nice for you, and I feel weird doing it. <laughs> so I have to preface it with an insult. Okay. All right. You fucking... You want to give me that? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Where? What is it? Where'd you find it? And then Nimble like looks so embarrassed, and his his face turns red. And he's like, "I found it under the carpet in the main in the main room. We don't usually clean under there. We usually just stuff dust under there. You shouldn't be doing that. I, but- I don't fucking tell me what to do. And then he stabs <laughs> stabs Mirrors a little bit in the what leg. The Get out of here. Sorry. I feel weird doing nice things. You're the people. worst. Leave. Bye. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Mirrors. Well, that is my name. Oh my god. How is who wrote this? Dear Mirrors. I will miss you. You are the bravest guy I have ever fought beside. Tuck. Huh. He really doesn't know how to write an E. (laughs) (laughs) 
there are a lot of vagrancies. <laughs> the weirdest part is that some of the E's are forwards and then some are backwards. <laughs> like he forgot how to write an E halfway through. I think Tuck was quite drunk when he wrote this. <laughs> oh, I have okay. a feeling Tuck was very dyslexic at the time. <laughs> it's the kind of thing that like when Tuck like put it he he like left it on mirrors of stuff when mm-hmm. he was leaving heather and Eon, and he like took one last look at it and he's like this looks like billy fucking wrote it <laughs> i thought when you pulled it out i thought it was a letter he's like god damn it i gotta i have to stop drinking so much <laughs> so what's rathgard do with his time off um mirrors comes into the back room and um, there's all this smoke in the room, but it's not usual smoke. Usually it's like, uh, you know, it's like atomized. Ch- it has that chalky smell of a uh-huh. smoke machine always. But this is like, smells sad. Mm-hmm. There's like a disparity to this room and the dankness. It's not like you can't see the smoke, but you feel it. It's like it's cloudy in your vision and your mind. Yeah. And in the middle of the room, Rathgar is sitting there. He doesn't have his usual flashy cloak on. He's just sitting in these um, a red pajama onesie with a butt flap. But like mm-hmm. they're all really mangy and tore up. And he's sitting in front of a big burning candle. And his body is twitching in this weird... Oh, shit. Sort of jerky... What? Jerky way. And his head is doing these awful spooky circles. And there's a, a strange presence in this room and the candle goes out <gasps> yes he didn't turn around he just says his name what what are you doing he turns around and he has his eyes lowered you shouldn't be here the door oh. slams in his face holy oh. shit what does fathom do with his time off Fuck, nothing that cool. <laughs> um, Fathom is having a self-care day. Mm-hmm. So he's like having a shower. He's um he's in the middle of shaving and his eyes like throbbing and like glowing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like hot. He's like, fuck this. Like he's trying to splash water on it. Mm-hmm. He's splashing water on it. Try to cool it down, but nothing's doing anything. And he remembers the torch giving him the eye. and telling him this will not only help you see but it'll help you see into the darkness that's sick that's so, so sick fathom stops mid-shave and he starts washing it all he just wipes off all the soap and he's he's like oh, something something's going on yeah he starts rummaging around the inn looks outside looks fine we're not anywhere weird mm-hmm. and so he just he like sits there with his eyes shut and he opens them again and he's like, oh my God, this headache. And he closes them trying to like oh, block shit. out the pain. Like he's got a migraine yeah. coming. Yeah. yeah. So he goes upstairs to his room to lay down and he's like bumping into the walls and kind of tripping up the stairs as oh, he goes. Yeah. And his mm. headache's just getting worse as he gets up to his room. But he closes the door and he lays down on his bed and um, he he presses the cold side of his pillow across his eyes and he's like, no, that's not helping. And uh as he moves around, tries to get comfortable, thankfully, he starts to fall asleep. And he dreams. He dreams of a hill, and the wind is blowing through the grass. And Fathom is walking up the hill, the wind blowing through his hair, and he's so tired, and his head hurts. And the the closer he gets up to the top of the hill, the more his head hurts, but he knows in a way that he thinks, I'll find relief up here. And at the top, he's huffing and puffing and he's sweating. 
and the wind is blowing, but he doesn't really feel it. And as he collapses into the grass, he looks up and sees fire ripping through a tree and watches as the leaves fall around him. Ash landing everywhere. Oh, Fucking sick. Whoa. Oh, man. Now we got to end it there. <laughs> okay. You figured out you've got a Sean O'Hara ass cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do that. And Kay. then that's where we're going to end it. it yeah. would be, it's a it's a Charles Eve special with zero Charles Eve in it. <laughs> but that's too cool. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining us, everybody, for <laughs> Charles Eve at Hither and Yon. <laughs> the least Charles Eve Charles yeah. Eve special you we've ever, ever thank done. Thank goodness. It was, it was Charles Eve when uh, Phantom was trying to fuck Allison. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I'll, actually, that's probably why Rathgar was trying to get in there. Oh, could be. Ooh, yeah. He was, he, was, uh, he was attracted to the demon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, oh, he's feeding off the feeder. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Uh, so, yeah, thanks for joining us for Charles Evett, Hither and Yon, our special where we play. We've been playing a heavily modified and shortened version of Stew Pot by Takuma Okada. Thank you again to Takuma for sending us the uh, most current playtest version so kind and sorry yeah <laughs> sorry. So sorry this is but a taste of the things yeah. that stewpot is capable of it i we've i've had a lot of fun with oh. apologies to the creator of stewpot <laughs> will be the name of this episode really, yeah. we did our best we did we spent way too long creating characters <laughs> and then we we took a break between character creation and playing the episode to talk to aaron reed and eat 31 pounds of chicken. <laughs> yeah. So it is ever. our fault. In a way, we kind of stewpot ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> the true stewpot was in was, our hearts in all along. <laughs> uh, check out uh, Stewpot in the future will be published through Evil Hat Productions. So keep an eye out for any crowdfunding campaigns coming up, which you can find at uh, at Evil Hat Official on Twitter, or you can follow Takuma at, at Takuma, T A K U M A underscore O-K-A-D-A underscore at Twitter. And uh, I've been your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always, playing Nimble, gonna live forever, Abdulaziz. Nimble's gonna live forever! Playing Rathgar, the Nightblade, Paul Oppers. And my blade. <laughs> and playing Fathom, the Hammer, Adam, Jessica Ty. And my tetherball <laughs> on a chain. <laughs> if you want to get more spell lore in your life, this is a pretty good example of the kind of stuff that you can get on our patreon yeah so check us out at patreon.com slash spell lore or spell slash money please and you can find uh, our brand new merch with our new merch partner fantasy by numbers at fantasy by numbers.ca slash spout no wait spell lore.com slash merch or fantasy by numbers.ca slash spell lore or fantasy by numbers.ca slash spell lore thanks for listening we'll see you next time and so ends the tale of adventures three who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to you commute or do your chores and for you I'd gladly